mothers feel the pain Chocolate rain A baby born will die before this in Chocolate orange I'll never need to eat another again Chocolate orange Does that reference make sense? Uh, maybe? Uh, from uh, Tay Zonde, Chocolate Rain From back in the like mid-2000s or whatever Oh wow, no, this guy that had this, his song called Chocolate Rain is Look, that it's, uh, was it your theme song for a while? It, that, that was such a bad reference that even you did not get it. <laughs> well, I just don't know it. I'm sorry. You don't know it. I you hate know? when I don't know references, though. I don't want to leave you hanging. It, it's okay. It's okay. Um, it, uh, we'll just chalk it up to being simply for me. Okay. Um, but uh, I do stand by that, mm-hmm. uh, what, I, what I'm saying. Um, I feel like um, I'm good on chocolate oranges for the rest <laughs> of my life, you know? <laughs> I still you, have... Did you keep eating? I still have half of each one of these. Oh, wow. Uh, I, I would eat a slice of each of them for lunch this past week, and then I got on the scale by Friday, and I was like, nope, <laughs> cannot do it. Yeah, actually, it might, might have been like Wednesday or whatever. It's like, ooh, this is... The chocolate alone were adding pounds. Yes, and uh, it was it was disturbing. I yeah. think my body doesn't process that type of sugar mm, properly. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Because um, it's British, and you're, you're revolting because you're American. It wants to be thrown in the harbor. Yeah, even um, though it's French, I think, but still, either way. It's not American. Oh, my God. It's worse than I thought. <laughs> you know, uh, Mitch messaged us on, uh, on Instagram. Oh, yeah. And uh, Mitch from the Terror Table. Go check it out. Subscribe. Um, give him five stars or whatever. Give him hand jobs. Uh, support. Yeah, hand jobs. Um, or stars. You know, go ahead and, and support uh, the Druid's Hand Kickstarter. Has it been <laughs> yeah, over for several months? Yeah. yeah but go ahead yeah. and uh, just mail them a dollar or something. I don't know. Uh, I don't know how it works. But um, he <laughs> said, do motherfuckers not... Know that you're supposed to slam the orange <laughs> to break it, and I told him no. no. Why? How would we know that? It doesn't say it on the package. Too. Yeah. Oh my god! I didn't realize. So here's the thing, though, because I have mm-hmm. a friend uh, in Houston who's who's from origi- uh, England originally, so he knows mm. better, right? And mm-hmm. he listened to the show, and he was like, "You guys didn't do it right." But on the show, mm-hmm. mine wouldn't open, and I off air, I. I Pause my mic and I did have to hit it on the table and it was because mm-hmm. it felt right it felt like you're supposed to do that like I didn't hmm. come up with it but I also didn't know to really do it it was like it was like a, I'd seen a commercial in my brain one time like that that's what you're supposed to do uh, but yeah we apparently did not do that correctly uh, and I feel bad about it I feel like from an American perspective, uh-huh. if we see something that's wrapped in like gold foil it's supposed to be like fancy and you treat it like oh, a lady, gently. you know, <laughs> you pay it 70 cents on the dollar, send it about a sweat, you know, goose it. Oh my God. Uh, no, I take all that back. Of but, course. You know, it of was, course. it was, it was for a laugh. Uh, anyway, um, so I, I wouldn't ever have thought like, oh, you're supposed to like smash this fucking thing mm-hmm. on a desk or something. Uh, maybe they should change the packaging to be like, mm. I don't, like Hitler's face or something, you know? So you'd want to smash it. So you want to smash it. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it does make sense. And it, like the videos I was, I was shown and, and I watched mm-hmm. of how to do it. And it does like, it's like, oh, once you do that and you open it up, they, they just like kind of fall apart these little petals and they are really easy to, to take out. Mm-hmm. And I was digging hard, trying to get mine out for a little bit. So mm-hmm. it does makes sense from a practical standpoint, but I agree with you that the packaging does not suggest that I should bang it around necessarily. And mm-hmm. uh, being an American and not knowing, yeah, we were kind of lost on that. So it is yeah. definitely uh, England's fault. 100%. Yeah. Uh, certainly not ours. No. Uh, we, we did what we could. Yeah. You know? 
uh, I feel like we could have been given some more, you know, hints about what to do with that, so we wouldn't have made ourselves fools mm-hmm. on yeah. on the internet. But um, also, I just realized too, it's not even just England because Mitch is up in Canada. So is that a Canadian mm-hmm. thing too? Does he just know? Them? I think it's, I think it's like. Um, like soccer, like we're the only ones who call that sport soccer, yeah. but it's shared around the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. Like we have access to a Terry's chocolate orange, but we don't know what don't to know if it's, do yeah. with it, you know? Yeah. Or if it's, it's like the good kind. We throw this in the harbor and like, <laughs> you just no, start no, you must slam it upon the ground, you know? There's, there's, this fucking packaging has three <laughs> windows on it. There's one on the front and then one on either side. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you can just box up that side of it, you know? Yeah. And then put instructions on there. That, you could have, oh, save, save I get you. Time, you know? And it could have just been like, bang and eat. And you'd be mm-hmm. like, man, I've never heard mm-hmm. that before. Yeah. Because I've never <laughs> been with a lady. your pants. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, they, they could be simple even. Little pictures like, like Ikea. I'm, Unbutton your pants, and then you tell like one of your friends, you're like, hmm, tasted saltier than I expected, right? <laughs> different. You're like, ooh, what? <laughs> what did you, what did you what? do? Yeah. I need to go wash up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, real quick, before I go do that, uh, does my dick smell like chocolate oranges? <laughs> I will say, I meant to, mm-hmm. so I brought those to family that uh, that would like them, I thought, and they did oh, a yeah. little bit. The, it did seem like the, uh, I brought it to my sister-in-law, Sarah, and she did seem to like the dark chocolate one better, like, like mm-hmm. we did. Uh, overall, the milk chocolate one is the one I think I've ever had of any kind mm-hmm. of chocolate orange, and I feel like yeah. the dark does make it better. Um, mm-hmm. And I meant to share it with my uh, in-laws as well when they came over. We forgot to bring the the chocolate out, but uh, my my mother-in-law lived in England for a number of years and as a teenager. Oh, um, okay. When her dad got a job there and stuff, so mm-hmm. I wondered if she also. That's why we have them at Christmas. I always associate them with their house for Christmas. I don't remember yeah. really having them growing up necessarily, um, but I remember them at my in-laws house and so i'm like i wonder if she got that from england and if she mm-hmm. likes the different versions so i got to check with her still this is an ongoing saga for sure yeah um, yeah but i do feel like i'm glad that we tried them mm-hmm. um not my favorite no you know um mm-hmm. i do wonder if there are other chocolate fruits mm-hmm. you know that i would like from other like i like strawberry and chocolate together usually but I don't know if there are such a this brand yeah. makes that kind of thing. If they if it's only chocolate oranges, you know. But mm-hmm. I would I would explore this world a little bit better. I know. think with that that flavor of orange, it's uh, I think it's it's close to like an actual orange flavor. Mm-hmm. Whereas um, there are certain things that we consider orange flavored or scented that mm-hmm. are not actually. It's just like sure. we know through marketing that's what it's supposed to be like. Like a high C. If you've ever had oh, that. Yeah. Uh, delicious does not taste like an actual orange. Right. It is orange in color. Yeah, does not taste like oranges. You know, or mm-hmm. um, number one thing is like the bathroom spray. Like if you've ever mm. used a porta potty, it usually smells like this weird orange. Yeah, like spray. A citrusy. Yeah, yeah. Like you but can't. It's not, you can't even put mm. your finger on it. Like it's like it's kind of lemony, kind of orangey. Mm. It's, it's yeah. citrus of some sort, but it's chemically as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we know that. Is that lemony or is that snicket? Ooh, mm. it's poo the whole time. <laughs> we uh, we did have another discussion the other day. Uh, we had a friend in town, and we ate uh, an, a cake we thought was just like a normal white cake, but it was almond flavored. Uh, I don't know if you're because almond flavor can be for like wedding cake sometimes. I don't know if you've known that. Mm. Uh, almond is not like a flavor that I really like a whole lot, though. And we were discussing because the cake almost tasted like cherries a little bit. Have you ever come across that before? 
I not to my memory. Okay, that's that's such an odd, it's weird, right? Specific flavor, yeah. So we looked it up, and it's because there's like some chemical, like molecule or whatever, in in like apricots and cherries, and it's called like benzalzapron, whatever. And mm-hmm. it's like there's a flavor that kind of comes out in cherry pits and apricot pits, and in almonds, uh, and. So a lot of times the flavor that we get in America, at least like the Mm -hmm. even if it says like pure almond extract, it's usually like ground cherry pits is what they use to like get that flavor because it's the same chemical flavor. So they're like, oh, it's fine. So a lot of our stuff in America tastes like not really like almonds. And it's like another like thing that we associate with almonds like and they talked about um uh, Di Sirono, the uh, amaretto. Di Sirono, <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> spaghetti. Uh, yeah, the uh, it's it's like an almond flavored liqueur or whatever, and it's made with apricot pits. That's how they get the flavor for that thing. So it's like I don't even know that I know what almonds taste like at this point. <laughs> I don't trust my tastes or that anybody's marketed a correct almond flavor to me. And that uh, is but wild. we do have that thing with like like fake banana flavor is a big one, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, which apparently is like just like a different banana that's kind of extinct now. There is like a flavor that tastes like that in the bananas, but now it's completely yeah. like candy to me. It tastes like faked, one hundred percent. But I did so I did watch this video online recently where they were uncovering fossils and they uncovered a fossil of that banana. Really, and it was cra- it was so cute. It was like mm-hmm. one like the larger banana was protecting the smaller one oh, from the wow. lava. Yeah, and they were like holding each other, like spooning. Uh huh. It was either that or the it was trying to kill the smaller one, oh, and wow. you know the smaller one's trying to escape. But I choose to believe the former. Yeah, you know it's just uh, nicer to think that. But mm-hmm. he was probably trying to strangle him from behind. More than likely, yeah. But it could have um, been a kink thing too. We don't know. Oh my god! And it just yeah. happened with the lava at the same time when they were getting their rocks off. You know they they only were able to like brush off enough dirt to mm-hmm. see like that top portion of the bananas like you can just yep. see them there and they they got excited about it snapped a photo and threw it online but uh i imagine it once they brush some more dirt off we're gonna see some mm. full-on penetration banana penetration peeletration yeah peeletration wow mm-hmm. i hope yeah. we finally like you know you and i are really into dinosaurs but they've they've learned mm-hmm. so much you know they had the feathers and stuff now we learned that it's like yeah. when are we gonna uncover literally out of dirt mm-hmm. you know the secret banana um you know penises basically that's i i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know why I, friends i don't know why the government <laughs> aren't telling us about this there are banana dicks in the dirt and it's being hidden from us oh man uh, in my head i don't know how to make it work but it's like the bananas in pajamas <laughs> like bananas with their dicks are holy shit are in the dirt and waiting to be uncovered there's Damn. something there. We gotta workshop it. I forgot about bananas and pajamas. Oh yeah. Why are they wearing pajamas? They gotta cover mm-hmm. their dicks, guys. Friends, why are these bananas wearing pajamas if they don't have dicks? <laughs> oh man, we the really truest conspiracy special here. Mm-hmm. I think and much so. like the scientists out there, you know, uncovering the banana fossils. Absolutely, know? man. I feel like mm-hmm. that's a really good way to just start the show. So I'm gonna say we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. We're finally uncovering this banana conspiracy. You've heard of banana fosters. (laughs) What about banana fossils? (laughs) This is what the show is. I thought you were going to loop in dicks again, but I really like where you went with it instead. It was kind of family friendly that way. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you uncover what this was really about. And you're like, oh, wait, no. Mm -hmm. We we can tour churches on that, I think. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, Well, 
now you mentioned yeah. it, we should go ahead and announce our new t- our new church tour. We're taking yeah. the show on the road. Look, we record on Sundays anyway. That's right. It's it was just a match made in heaven. But um bump. Oh you know. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be yeah. great though. Mm-hmm. Um we're looking to get kicked out of multiple churches. Yes, one hundred percent. This is this church is chicken, tour. by the way. Locations. These are not oh, actual yes. churches. Yeah, I've uh, sorry, yes. I, I that. thought that was understood. Yeah, church's yeah, yeah. chicken, uh, which is a, a chain in uh, is it regional? Is it nationwide? I don't know. Whatever you know, it is. We got it here. We got it in Oklahoma. And that's the region mm-hmm. that I care about. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, come on out. Uh, uh, come up to us. We'll take some photos, sign some autographs. Mm-hmm. Uh, we plan on throwing out a slice of chocolate orange into the crowd at every show. Oh, yeah. So, for uh, the first 180 shows, we will be able to toss out chocolate <laughs> orange slices. <laughs> There's so many slices. There are so many. That's for, if you like that, Mm-hmm. That's great. That's a great treat. I got to tell mm-hmm. you, if you like yeah. it, man, I bet you're all about it because you're like, I got 20 fucking slices. And if you get yeah. it all to yourself, you're like, hell yeah, man. Yeah. The people I watched online breaking them open, they were like, I love this delectable little bite I got. They seem so excited about it. I applaud hmm. that. It just yeah. didn't work for me. But no. uh, I am open to other fruits. It's like they've decide, or designed a candy to specifically get you to not eat it. It's almost what it tastes like to me. You That's know, how you feel about it. I don't. I, I, I pride myself on not being a picky eater, mm-hmm. but like as I get older, I'm like, why am I blowing my calories on this? You know, why am I? Why am I spending yeah. my time? You will on that? finish it though, right? I have to because you. Yeah. That's your brand. Like you can't wait, mm-hmm. let it go to waste. I do not like waste does food you, or otherwise. You know, does your is your wife helping you at all with this adventure? I gave her one of the milk chocolate ones, and she just gave, like, a sour face and, like, handed me the half she did not eat. She spit it and, back in your hand. I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she, like, put her hand yeah. on her tongue using her fingernails and, like, scraped the chocolate off. And then I was like, I ate it, you know. It's like yeah, a, a dog eats its own throw up, you know. Mm. Um, enjoy your breakfast, listeners. And then I gave her one of the, the dark chocolate slices, yeah, uh-huh. and she was like, this is better. This is, like, yeah, the bitter no- bitterness of it. Cuts away at it. And mm-hmm. I said, yeah, that's what Steven said on the podcast. Nonplus, uh, had zero reaction to it. <laughs> we did also uh, mm-hmm. give it to my, when I gave it to Sarah, mm-hmm. uh, my, my sister-in-law, she gave it to her niece, uh, to her niece, to her daughter, uh, my mm-hmm. niece Aurora, who I watch. And uh, we gave her the dark chocolate one, just like a little bite. She doesn't eat a lot mm-hmm. of sugar. She's only like yep. a year and a half. And, uh, but like kids notoriously don't like like dark chocolate like you kind of grow into that flavor as an adult oh, yeah. like coffee mm-hmm. or something you know mm-hmm. i didn't as a kid i've only really liked it in the last few years and then uh she it was so funny though because she kind of ate it and she was like yeah and then she had this mm-hmm. face like what the fuck is this <laughs> like that's bitter and weird and she ate it mm-hmm. still and then we, we gave her another piece and she almost took it like oh thank god i need to wash the taste out of that in my mouth and then i ate a mm-hmm. new one and was like that's weird again uh-huh like we could trick her a couple times with it but uh, i don't know that she also enjoyed it so uh mm-hmm. yeah Maybe it's uh, maybe it's European taste. I don't know. God, they need to get their shit together over there. Well, you know, they need a. I don't know. Like they said, our chocolate isn't very good, and I agree with that. Like a lot of Hershey oh, yeah. stuff, I totally understand when people say it, it tastes like vomit. Uh, I've heard that a lot from around the world. That it has like a flavor like to vomit. it. Yeah. Wow. And I can get wow. that. I can understand what they're almost saying sometimes. But there are good candies here for sure, and there's better chocolate than that. Uh, mm-hmm. And I do think that a lot of the ones we have, like a Snickers, you know, fucking yeah. Reese's. I would take that in a heartbeat over a, you know, a, a fruity thing anyway. Like, I like the nuts. I like nuts, hell, I guess. Hell yeah, dude. Hell yeah, hell hell yeah hell. brother. Hell yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, okay. Do you yeah, want to talk so about other sh- things than chocolate oranges for once? 
I don't know. I feel like I we know. barely even scraped the surface <laughs> yeah. of it, you know? It's like, damn. You know? We're going to do it uh, for every slice we have to eat. We're going to do a segment <laughs> on it. It's going to be a <laughs> long thing. It's like it's like doing the fucking MCU rewatch, right? Mm-hmm. We got 20 more bits of this at least. And if you listen closely, you can hear the sound of people unsubscribing. <laughs> yeah. Sounds, if they ever right. did in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so today we are here to talk about Scream 4, continuing yes. on with our Scream March. And uh, uh-huh. this will be, wait, will we have another one in March or is this where it's, it carries another over to April? No, yeah, we'll have another one. Um, I erroneously thought, uh, as we were announcing this, I think in like the first episode of Scream March, uh, mm-hmm. that we would... Uh, run into April. I think I was thinking of a different month for a different thing that you oh, and so I have, have discussed coming March. up. Yeah, it, it will actually be Scream March. Yeah, so wow. the 29th. Uh, this this episode comes out uh, today. <laughs> wink. Uh, the 22nd. Uh-huh. Uh, Tuesday the 22nd. And then uh, the next one will come out on Tuesday the 29th. So yes, we will have all five Scream movies in all five Tuesdays of Scream March. I never even checked it. Uh, and mm-hmm. I love that we've been talking about this for weeks about how it wouldn't. It's like, ha ha ha, it's Scream March. It won't even like mm-hmm. all fall in March. And then now we get to the end, we're like, oh, we're dumb. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. That's amazing. Yeah. We both just let that totally go. Uh-huh. Well, that's cool, though, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm excited to talk about Scream 4. As, as we've said before in the show, I've never been a huge fan of that. When mm-hmm. it came out, it was like more than, it was like 11 years, I guess, after, the, mm-hmm. uh, after Scream 3. It was like a big jump in time. And I just never really got into it. And then, uh, after Scream 5 came out, I kind of, when I rewatched Scream 4, I kind of reevaluated it a little bit. So I'm definitely excited to uh, discuss that with you today, especially because you are not, mm-hmm. I don't think this is another one that you didn't really know that well, right? Right. I remembered who one of the killers was okay. and then uh, the relation to a different character, but that mm-hmm. was it. Right on. I didn't okay. know what the main story was yeah. or, yeah. That's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah. So there'd be a lot, to, a lot of fun to talk about. But uh, before we get into that, we will do have a, a few mini topics. Uh, do you want to start us off with that today, sir? Uh, no. Okay. Faster <laughs> answer, as Brett likes to say. <laughs> I'm going to cede my time okay. to you. Fair mm-hmm. enough. Yes. Well, I yeah, want to mention uh, just a brief thing that uh, the Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer came out uh, the other day, and it looks like my mic is doing that really weird thing again where it's not recording one half of my side of the vocals. So That's okay. I have a feeling it'll be taken care of in the edit, oh, so man. don't you're, even worry about you're it. You're beautiful. All right. <laughs> So this Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer, teaser trailer came out, um, and I'm just really excited about it. I want to mention that because I, uh, I really like the Star Wars shows they've been coming out with, with mm-hmm. uh, Mandalorian and Book of Boba Fett. And then the fact that they're bringing Ewan McGregor back and Hayden Christensen uh, back into their roles that we got with the kind of shitty prequels. Um, it's kind of nice to be able to see it with the new technology they're doing and the new storytelling. Mm-hmm. I think they'll have they're much better hands now, unfortunately. Uh, unfortunately for George Lucas, I guess. Um, but fortunate for us. And uh, yeah. yeah, I'm just really excited about it. There's, I think it comes out uh, May 25th. And okay. uh, yeah, it'll be like a week-to-week thing. I'm not even sure how many episodes there are for this one, but uh, I just think it looked really stellar. Have you seen the uh, trailer for this yet, Brent? I've not watched it yet. Right uh, no specific reason, but I have seen the memes where it's like oh. him looking through binoculars <laughs> yeah. and then like a, a second totally unrelated thing, <laughs> yeah. and then he takes them down. That's very funny That's to me. Good. Yeah, for sure. But um, I'm kind of waiting until we get a bit closer to it, because I, I think this... Uh, reveal was like a teaser versus a yeah. trailer. Is that right? It's still yeah. long though. They, they've been saying that for years now where it's like mm. a, a teaser trailer and a teaser trailer to me is like 
a 30 second trailer where they show the title for the first like the the font for the first time mm-hmm. and maybe a few glimpses of, of things and you're like oh my god that really teased me and now this mm-hmm. trailer is like over two minutes long i think it's like is it's it? like okay. a trailer right it yeah, is yeah, a trailer yeah. oh, okay okay so you get the full thing but i will say that our friend allison was visiting uh our, our dear old friend that we grew up with and she's a big star wars fan and i, I asked her if she'd seen the trailer and she simply said i don't watch trailers for things i already want to see and I was like, that's, that's kind of like cool. Brent has talked about, uh, mm-hmm. that it's kind of better that way. Or at least you, you, you'd watch some things and the, the pandemic happened and things weren't coming out and you weren't going to refresh yourself. You already knew you wanted to see it. And I was like, that's kind of great. Yeah. Just like mm-hmm. let yourself be surprised. Uh, like sometimes I'll watch trailers for things where I'm just like, I want to see what they do with this. Like specifically yeah. the Moon Knight trailer mm. uh, that series starts at, uh, I think, next week. Oh, wow. Even. I'm excited for that one, too. Uh, yeah. Same. Big, big, big uh, I like Oscar Isaac a lot. Mm. I like that character. And uh, it deals with some like crazy shit in the, the comics. So I'm curious to see right on. Uh, how they'll handle that. But I was also curious what the costume will look like. Uh-huh. So I watched that first trailer and it reveals it and it looks like a, it's a mummy-esque. There's some Egyptian roots that come into play from oh, the, uh, yeah. the source material. So I like what they did with that. Watched the trailer once, and I was like, "You're good to go." That's all I need. I'm good. Yes, so I, I'm planning to watch this anyway. That so. brief look you had is it? It looked like it's going to be good to you, and having been a, a comic fan of that character. Uh, yes, I feel like um, I don't know if it's just because I'm watching the Scream series currently, mm-hmm. and it, I think you'll like it. You should watch those movies. Um, but anytime <laughs> somebody wears wears white in those movies, uh, they get blood splattered all across mm-hmm. them. And then because Moon Knight himself is a, a, a more like uh, brawler-type, street-level character mm. and uh, explores some darker themes, and he and his entire costume is all white, I'm like, I wonder if this is going to be uh, blood-soaked. Um, oh, yeah. Like a, a, a more violent marvel studios like tv show or whatever that's that's pretty cool and i noticed Mm -hmm. that they finally transitioned over the old netflix marvel shows like daredevil all the defender stuff over and then Uh did you log into your disney plus and it like gave you like a like a mature warning you had to like reset Mm -hmm. up and be like you can i can accept this or whatever that was interesting I chuckled to myself the whole time as I was doing that. I was like, yep, I'm a childless, <laughs> nigh 40-year-old. Yes, let me uh, just watch whatever the fuck I want on right. this Mickey Mouse app or whatever, yeah. you know. I guess some like parents got all up in arms about it because, you know, they don't want to have violent stuff like, um, uh, I guess, the Punisher shooting people mm-hmm. or, um, you know, all this, like, blood and... Uh, um, Jessica Jones um, oh, yeah. going doggy style in mm-hmm. uh, an early episode of Jessica Jones. Um, I guess they don't want that on there, to which I say, eh. Just don't watch it? Yeah, just, you know. Just maybe don't have to watch pay it. Pay attention to what your kids are doing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And yeah, I, mean, I know it's not, yeah. that's not always fair. You know, sometimes parents work, you know, multiple jobs or whatever. But they that's why they allowed parental yeah, controls. It also, was good that way, yeah. I feel like if you've got Disney Plus, you've probably got Netflix as well. I know, right? Like, <laughs> so it wasn't a big deal there. I, there's something yeah. weird about people being like, "Well, it's Disney Plus. Like, it's it has the Pixar movies on there. You can't do anything mm-hmm. else." Yeah, and it's like, well, Disney for a long time, like, what they have, they have Touchstone Pictures, and like Touchstone mm-hmm. does whatever. It's kind of like their adult. It's like one of their adult branches, and has been for like decades. Mm-hmm. And it's like those movies are going to be on there too. Like, there's adult fare that they've produced over time, but people associate mm-hmm. Disney with children, and then. They're like, you can't have anything but children appropriate stuff on here. Well, let us never forget that one of the day one movies that was available on Disney Plus 
was the Simpsons movie. Oh, yeah. Which shows <laughs> full frontal nudity for Bart Simpson. <laughs> and it's on there. There you I go. I wanted right. to double check, like, when it first launched, I was like, is this on there? It's and really sure enough, there? not edited. Yeah. However, they did, like, CGI some extra hair on the mermaid's ass in Splash. Bart Simpson's oh, dick yeah. all day. You could watch that all day if you wanted to. <laughs> if you do that, you're probably going to end up on a watch list somewhere, but it is available to you. In my head, too, when you described that splash thing, I imagined, mm-hmm. I was like, they made Daryl Hannah have a hairy ass? Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't imagine her hair was longer covering oh, her ass. <laughs> I imagined that yeah. they just put hair on her ass uh-huh. as if that is what mermaids would have when they came to land. They'd be like, well, they're like old burly dudes on the back, yeah. on the behind. Mm-hmm. Interesting. That'd be a good look for her. She could pull I mean, it off. Honestly, you know? If it works, it works, you know? She's a cool lady. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I am also looking forward to Moon Knight, though, on, the, on yeah. that front that you mentioned. Uh, I don't know anything about that character. I have watched the trailer. I like Oscar Isaac. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, I don't know if they're doing all of it, but the but Benson and Moorhead, the dudes that did Synchronic and uh, oh, yeah. a bunch of those movies we watched or we talked about and stuff, um, I think they're doing that show, uh, which oh, is also wow. really cool. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, so it's like, yeah, there's a lot to look forward to with it. So um, mm-hmm. now I'm like, I ain't gonna check that, right? That's pretty. I'm pretty sure that's right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's a lot to look forward to, and uh, yeah. and I'm glad that for some reason with the shows showing up from Netflix onto Disney Plus, it kind of re- reinvigorated me wanting to watch them because I watched like the first season of Daredevil and oh, yeah. the first season of Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. And like a little bit of Nick Cage, and then like I stopped. I don't remember like what I ended up Nick watching. Nick Cage. I always say that. <laughs> God damn it! You know the the classic Marvel character Nick Cage. You know I think the parents really got up in arms when they added Mandy to Disney Plus. Uh, they did not like that at all. Mandy Pig. Oh man! Uh, you know adaptation. The, the rest. You know, the three uh, most violent <laughs> Nick Cage movies. Um, but yeah, I. Uh, uh, Luke Cage. I watched a little bit of that one, yes. and then mm-hmm. I, like I never watched like I never saw the Dare. I never saw uh, Punisher as part of oh, the yeah. Daredevil stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I knew about it or whatever, and then like the Defenders and whatever. Like there's so much I didn't watch, but then once it I heard it was on Disney Plus, I was like, oh, the new shows are out. Like for whatever reason, <laughs> yeah. it did seem like it was new and different, mm-hmm. and so I was excited about that. But um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, we'll we'll see uh, if I actually end up watching some of those. But I'm, yeah. I'm at least curious about them now that they're there. So it kind of helps that they kind of almost like Disney vaulted it for a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, kind of brought it back out. So I just like that everything is all in one spot, or at least kind of going that yeah. way. That way, if you just like, oh, I want to watch a Marvel streaming something, it's it's totally right there for you you know yeah and i have to think about like well do i need to go to netflix to, I, are they still on netflix or are they completely off of that they are off there okay they were really just crazy away. okay I didn't which know is that. another thing like I, I pulled up the first episode of daredevil and i hit play on it just to see if that netflix mm-hmm. like in is on there because they did produce the show i don't yeah. know if produce is the right word but they like uh i don't know i i, I, it's like I, I was just curious right yeah yeah but no, it just like immediately cuts to the the Marvel logo. Mm. It's not the Marvel Studios logo. It's the 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 one they would use for like Marvel Television and that type of thing. The page oh, flippy yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Right on. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I'm yeah. looking. I'm trying to look up, and it does say that uh, Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead did direct Moon Knight. I don't know if they did all the episodes. It's kind of hard to find mm. info real quick right here. Yeah. But it also says they were they're gonna uh, be directing Loki season two after Wild. they did Moon Knight. People like that. So yeah, interesting. I'm I'm just. Really excited to see whatever they come up with. Even if I haven't mm-hmm. always liked their all their stuff or whatever, I, I find them mm-hmm. really intriguing filmmakers, and I want to try more of their stuff. So 
Just glad yeah. that they're uh, get a little more mainstream, you know. Mm-hmm. With some, yeah, they have with some, some cool properties. Some, yeah, they have some fun fun ideas. Yeah, I for think. sure. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. All right. Uh, so Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah. Basically, yeah. All to say. <laughs> yeah. Obi- yeah. That quick segment I mentioned. <laughs> fucking a man. Um, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's good. What else you got? Um, what else do you got? Well, I have one more thing that I saw. A totally okay. different experience. I'm glad I actually forgot to even write this down. Okay. Uh, for this, but I just remembered it. And uh, with our friends in town, um, it was our friend Allison we grew up with, and then her son uh, Bowen, mm-hmm. who's 15. And we wanted to like do something fun around Houston, but we still don't go out and do a ton of stuff. And like we didn't really know what to do. A lot of the stuff was booked up because it was spring break week, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we found this thing in Houston, which is really rad. It started in Canada actually, and then got down to us. Um, and it's called the Infinite, uh, the Infinite oh. Experience. And mm-hmm. so basically there's a, there's a place in Houston called Sawyer Yards that is like a, uh, uh, an artist community. Like they have a lot of mm-hmm. different um, galleries and stuff there, but it's like kind of converted like old like factory space or something or warehouse space. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and this kind of cool part of Houston that's being like revitalized, I guess. And they did this VR experience with NASA called The Infinite. This is the little picture for oh, it. Oh, wow. And yep. essentially you go to this warehouse thing and you walk in and there's this giant white it's like from floor to ceiling it's very tall white kind of angled architecture thing and it has like lights all around it and it's very like sci-fi just looks like just a lot of white and a lot of bright lights and so it just looks Mm -hmm. like kind of cool and clean and um you don't really know what's going to happen whatever you walk through that they give you some it's like an art installation but it's it's vr and stuff so they're they're trying to show you the international space station uh, and what they've done is they they put you in VR goggles. You walk into a room. You can see your group. So there's like four of us together, and then we were like at a mm-hmm. group of fifteen, right? Everybody, when you put the VR go- glasses on, um, you can see everybody in your group has like a different color than the rest of them. But essentially, you're made up of stars. It looks like a, a body outline in light, and then it's like made up of like a star field that kind of pulses and moves. And in the center of your chest, you have like a soul. You have like a a glowing orb. And your your oh. team would be like yellow, but everybody else mm-hmm. would be blue. So if you're walking around, you can kind of see people around you that are your friends and then not. But like you're walking in a giant room with all these other people, and this and it's just like an empty place with all these like green dots on the floor to like for it to like sense where you're at and whatever. Yeah. And then you're viewing like the International Space Station in real size. So like you walk through it, you can see the rooms and then they'll have glowing orbs that you can like touch in the VR world. And Mm -hmm. then there'll be like a 3D um, VR movie, like a 360 3D movie around you filmed in the International Space Station. They did this like as a two year project uh, with NASA and like the Japanese space station, like or crew and everything. And uh, it was it was we didn't know it would be like how cool it would be if it'd be kind of silly or stupid, whatever. It was one of the coolest fucking things I've seen in so many years, man. Oh, that's awesome. It was rad. They say it's like an hour long. That's the only thing. It's the, the VR part's actually like 35 minutes, and it, we felt mm-hmm. like we could have gone longer. Uh, however, uh, my wife, Amanda, she got a headache um, towards the end of it, so maybe that's like a good length of time so you don't get like mm-hmm. too you know, out of sorts, whatever. But uh, it was wild. Like you, you can't see your actual surroundings. You're only in this virtual land, but it's like really easy to kind of navigate and like walk around and stuff. And they would have beautiful like cinematic music. They would have these shots like outside the space station, like in space and seeing earth. 
uh, and it's huge. It looks like they can make it look like real size. So it looks like you're hmm. really an astronaut out there. And they say something like there's only been like 231 astronauts in the International Space Station ever. And so they're trying to like help people to experience that or whatever. And uh, so this is one of those things like it was in Toronto, I think it started. And then it came down to Houston. It stays for like a month or two months as like a, you know, an event you can go see or whatever. And then it's moving to Seattle next. And I hope they keep moving around because it's one of those things you have to experience in person. But, um, Mm -hmm. man, it was just so fucking rad. And uh, we really enjoyed it. And I want to go back like so bad, Um, even though it's like it's like 60 bucks or something for like basically like 35, 45 minutes. But it was so different and cool. And I've never experienced anything like it. And so, uh, yeah, it's called the Infinite. Uh, you can look it up online, and it's just really cool. Was Job from Lawnmower Man there? I didn't want to spoil it, Brad. Oh, oh, yes, yes. Oh, yes. And so it's like they're like yeah. trying to teach you about the International Space mm-hmm. Station, but of course, you know, people need a narrative these days. Yeah, you know. Yeah. And uh, I got to say, I'm pretty sure nobody besides me knew who Job from the Lawnmower Man was, though. <laughs> I don't know if that was too dated of a reference for them, but I loved mm-hmm. it, and I think you would too. Uh, one of the tour guides, from what I understand, would um, ask if anyone had any questions before moving on to a new area. Mm-hmm. And then there would always be a person who would raise their hand and be like, yes, I want to know if there is a telephone machine on the International <laughs> Space Station. Does it receive landline-based calls? I no, sir. That part. I remember that. For the eighth time, <laughs> it does not. Also, why, why do you just look like pixels? <laughs> this is weird, sir. Mm-hmm. Most people here are normal human beings. You look mm-hmm. a little different. It is because I have been outside the space station. <laughs> I have gotten the tam. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was really neat, man. Uh, lawnmower man experience aside, you know? Yeah. I felt like I was going to mm-hmm. die, of course. Yeah. Um, and he was going to take things over. But uh, otherwise, mm-hmm. it was really neat. And uh, it makes me want to do some more VR stuff, too, because it was uh, it was so, like, uh, compelling, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I've been curious about that. Um, like, one of my friends has a VR headset, mm-hmm. and uh, he said that he, he really enjoys it. He, like, plays some games or whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, I don't... I, I, it's something I'm, I'm curious about, but I've never, like, actually, like, sought out mm-hmm. to do myself, you know? Sure. But, I don't know, maybe one day. We'll see. I find, uh, yeah, I think it's a cool technology they're still getting used to. Like, this one could have been clearer. Um, mm-hmm. Allison, our friend, had met, had asked us afterwards if it was kind of blurry on the edges and stuff for a little bit. And she has glasses, so that was a different, whole different thing. Like, her wearing the VR headset over her glasses. And so she thought, mm-hmm. well, maybe she wasn't getting, like, a clear image. Uh, my wife wears contacts and then got a headache, but it could have just been whatever. I don't wear anything. Yeah. And I was like, well, no, it's kind of blurry because, like, the technology. Like, they use, like, Oculus Go or Oculus Quest headsets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, they're still, like, they're good and they're they're wireless so you can just walk around. But they're not, like, great. So, like, it's not, like, mm-hmm. 4K viewing in each eye mm-hmm. or whatever. It was kind of, like, a little blurry and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's like they can get better with that stuff. But it was... I had I had liked the technology. I've used a few like at home and stuff, but I and I played some games and stuff, and it was fun, and I'm into that. But uh, I'd never done like a real experience that you could walk around in and mm-hmm. like touch things and like you know interact with this, you know I don't know like it was different being in a room where they kind of guided you and like you would like at one point you like sit in a chair and it's a real chair, but they have all these sensors around and so they can like make it like your chair that you're assigned to like glows. So, like, you're mm. walking towards these chairs, and you know they're really there because you saw them walking in. But then, like, now it's, like, it looks like almost like the Matrix. It's, like, glowing, and there's, like, 
strands of like threads moving through it and like that mm-hmm. th- to like highlight to you. And it was like, man, it was just so neat to think of how they thought, like how to, how to make the best user experience, you know? And, yeah. Uh, maybe we really want it more. Like there's, there's like some in Houston. There's, there was one in broken air. I looked up, uh, early in, in Tulsa and stuff, uh, at one point, but I think got shut down right before COVID, but there's like mm-hmm. places like this where you can go play like zombie games, like with your friends in a warehouse. And like, it seems like it's more interactive than just sitting at home and stuff. Um, and I'm like, now I'm like, I want, I want more, give me more, yeah. you know? So I might try some of those too, but, uh, this experience was more of like an art project, you know? And, uh, I think it was a really cool, like bridge the gap, you know, to show you like what it's like to be up there. Yes. Hello. I have another question. <laughs> what kind of oil is on the international space station? Is it five W 30? That's what I use in my lawnmower. What kind of emissions are you putting out? Is that bad for space? I hear it's a vacuum, oh but I God. don't know. I love, I love that, <laughs> but I'm like, and this is a really cool, like, educational, like, otherworldly experience, and you're like, <laughs> and then you do that, and it makes me laugh so hard, because it's like, in the moment, it does not feel that way, but then looking back on it, it's like, yeah, I was part of the Lawnmower Man world for a while, it does feel like that, you're totally right, like, you have to imagine that, so fucking funny, man. I hope no one has to, like, come up to me and, like, break the news that they've got cancer because I'm just like, well, I guess I'll try to be funny here. I'm really going to hedge my bets. I'm going to go all in on this. Oh, man. Yeah. You, mm. Sometimes it helps. Lightens the, lightens the mood, you know? I do feel bad. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm not a good sounding board for Steven. But oh, then I'm no, like, you definitely are. Verbally. Yeah. I'm kind of an okay sounding board. Oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Remember that time that Mitch came on and he was like, oh, I thought that was a soundboard. I was like, no, that's just me. That's just Brett. He's, yeah, he's yeah. doing the fucking Winslow. What's his name? Michael Winslow from uh, Carl Winslow. Police. <laughs> <laughs> from Police Academy. Uh-huh. You're like that guy. You're like a human soundboard. Oh, yeah, I like it. Yeah, we don't need our own soundboard. We got Brent. That's you just right. Press different, you just press one, like the left nipple, and it's the, you, I'll press your left nipple now. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. And then you do... Yep, and then you press the right nipple, and it's. Oh, yeah, that's I, that's a new one. I didn't realize you would change that. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alan. Yeah, I was gonna say the butthole. If you go for the butthole, it's the Alan. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> they call that the old Alan wrench. You know what I'm saying? Hell yeah. Oh man. All yes. right. Well, that's all the stuff I had today for the mini topics. So. This is perfect. Perfect. Is that? Are you? Do you have any? No, no, okay, I, I'm, enough, I, I'm, I'm ready to uh, discuss oh, this movie. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you, uh, yeah. and, 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 and we can go ahead and kick it off here. So we're going to talk spoiler-filled with our discussion. We're going to talk spoiler-filled? That's what I've chosen to do? <laughs> I felt like I was doing so much better with uh, saying words in a particular order as Job the Lawnmower Man <laughs> yeah, than me, myself, that. and I. Yep. But uh, yeah, we're going to go ahead and discuss Scream 4. From 2011, yeah. I believe. Yep. This fucking movie, 11 years old at this point, mm-hmm. which is insane that is to insane. me, but that's that's where it is, you know? Yeah. Um, but yes, we're a spoiler-filled discussion starting now, and um, I'll, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the reason I was so excited for Scream March uh, is actually twofold. One is because I know this is one of your favorite film franchises, mm. and I'm eager to discuss it with you. You know, I'm a fan of fandom, you know? Yep. There you uh, go. Two, I know you don't like Scream 4, or at least that's... Mm-hmm. Historically, what in the case. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I knew you landed previous sure. to rewatching it. Um, 
so I th- watching screams one, two, and three has really just been the hallway leading to this very door. Gotcha. Because I'm like, I, I barely remember anything about this movie, mm-hmm. but I remember thinking it was kind of just like okay. It was like, oh well, I watched that. Moving on with life, you right. know, and. I couldn't quite remember what exactly it was that you didn't like about it. I feel like mm. we discussed it like briefly on the show in the past, but here we are, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to discuss this movie in depth for the first time. Johnny depth. Yep. Oh yeah. Uh huh. And, um, remember when he took his dog to Australia and that caused the whole thing? <laughs> anyway, uh, no, uh, that was wild. That's wild. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, so how do you want to approach this? Well, I'm going to, I think we'll, we'll start off, I'm just going to read, because there's a bunch of people in this cast. I feel like this is the one that has, like, the most new actors that I'm like, and that person, and that person, and that person, that like, mm-hmm. you'd recognize from other things. So I definitely want to do that, but I am certainly intrigued to hear your opinion about this. So um, okay. maybe uh, I'll just go through that real quick with the, the cast list and everything. Sure. Um, all right, so... Coming back to direct this, like the other Screams up until this point, Wes Craven, of course. Um, Kevin Williamson brought back for this one instead of Aaron Kruger, who wrote the third movie. So theoretically, I remember this coming out and being like, oh, my God, it's the team back together, right? Like, Mm -hmm. it's going to be great. And I think that's part of it for me. Uh, If I can just throw that out there now with why I didn't like it initially. I was like, it was 11 years after the last sequel. That was like a trilogy unto itself. They're doing like a new thing. They're bringing the band back together. And then I was like, that was a lot of expectation. And I, di- I feel like it didn't meet its expectations for me when it first okay. came out when I saw it. So that was part mm-hmm. of it. Um, but we do have all the uh, returning characters and David Arquette, Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox coming back. Uh, for new people, let's see. We got uh, so many people. So we got Emma Roberts, Hayden Panettiere, Anthony Anderson fucking shows up in this. Mm-hmm. Adam Brody shows up in this. Uh, Rory Culkin. We got a Culkin in here. Mary McDonnell, who's uh, Jill, who's uh, Emma Roberts' mom, um, she's like, I remember them talking about that on Gorley mm-hmm. and Rust, that she was kind of like bringing in, um, what's her face from Scream 2? can't remember her name now. Uh, and, and Jackie. From, Nev from Campbell. <laughs> and Jackie from, uh, from Roseanne. Uh, whatever oh, Laurie Metcalf. Yeah, it's like bringing yeah, her yeah. in, right? It's like a, mm-hmm. a trained like stage actress or whatever. Like it brings some gravitas to it. So Mary McDonnell mm-hmm. in this is cool. Uh, Marley Shelton. Allison Brie, um, Nico Tortorella, uh, I guess is how you say his name. Um, he, uh, they, um, yes. are in Younger, and I really mm-hmm. like him uh, as Josh and Younger. Really like them as Josh and Younger. Uh, Eric Knudsen, Anna Paquin, Kristen Bell, Lucy Hale, Britt Robinson, uh, Robertson. Um, yeah, tons of fucking people. We got Roger L. Mm-hmm. Jackson back as the Ghostface voice. Um, so yeah, there's a, there's a ton of different people in here. We'll mention them as we go throughout the, the, the plot, I imagine. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so I'm curious, I wrote a lot of notes down with this one. Um, Same. but I'm curious to see where you start, started out with this. Do you remember your first viewing of this? You said briefly that you, it kind of was like whatever and you didn't really watch it again. But, um, mm-hmm. and then now we're watching it. How many times have you seen it leading up to this podcast and around Scream 5? And, uh, what are your general thoughts? So I remember we rented this on DVD, mm-hmm. I believe. Uh, yeah, this would have been like after VHS was mm-hmm. out at that point. So, yeah, we rented it from like the family video, which is now a dispensary, of course, <laughs> as, <laughs> as all video stores have become. And um, what a world. What a world it is. And 
uh, we watched it, like I said, and then we just did not think about it again after the movie was over. Did not even yeah bother like trying to keep track of anything. So not much there. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I didn't have any uh, ill will toward that particular movie. It's just like, oh, this is a thing I watched, and mm-hmm. I'm ready to move on. You know, was that kind of um, how Scream Three was anyway for you? Like, yeah, they're, I they're, think so. Are they all kind of like that at one point, you know. So this was just like, yeah, it's like so. Eleven years later, it's like whatever. I just watched it, move on. Yeah, it's like, well, here's a a checklist of things I expect to happen, right. you know. And I I don't mean to be dismissive about the franchise because that's kind of the strength of it as well. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like when somebody watches a superhero movie, right? And they're like, okay, we got an origin story. They're gonna be wronged in some way. Yeah. They're gonna get a costume. They're gonna fight the villain. They're gonna win. You know, it's like you, want those you can do beats. that with any yeah. any type of story or mm-hmm. whatever. So. um I don't mean to be dismissive about it, but like that's as I'm watching the movie, I'm like, OK, I'm expecting this, expecting this, expecting this. And it's just checking off those boxes as yeah. you're watching the movie and then the movie ends. And then you're like, well, fuck, now I got to take this back to the dis- <laughs> <laughs> video store. So, um, gotta rewind yeah, that was that was my my only real experience with mm-hmm. this movie outside of rewatching it uh, last Sunday after we got done recording oh, the, uh, okay. the previous episode. Yeah, right on. So you went right into yeah. it. Yes, uh, which is kind of a weird thing to do because I'm used to watching uh, a movie that we're discussing like maybe the Friday or Saturday before we record because it seems like I watched this movie 11 years ago at this point, you know? (laughs) Yeah, it happens. Um, But uh, luckily I I do have my notes here and I'll I'll do my best to try to decipher whatever the fuck I was talking about (laughs) as I was watching the movie one full week ago. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, what about you? Did you go out to theaters to watch this? I don't really remember. I feel like I was excited enough about it again because they were bringing back, you know, uh, Kevin Williamson and everything for it. And Wes Craven Mm -hmm. was back and that was great, whatever. And it felt like, I I don't remember the, I didn't watch a trailer for this after I watched it. I'd be curious to that, um, to watch it now, but so I don't remember going to the theater. I don't remember renting it. I remember watching it when it came out. So I know it mm-hmm. was like pretty fast then. And other era, I definitely was going to the theater a lot more. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that. But it, for me as well, was like a kind of forgettable thing. And this is a franchise that I love. But yeah. it was so far removed. And I felt like, in particular, um, Jill, the uh, uh, Emma Roberts, I've never really liked her in anything. I don't really think she's that great of an actress. And even some of the other people in here, like that I like generally, mm-hmm. and even now rewatching it, I like I like Rory Culkin's performance now more. But I thought it was really bad. I thought he was really bad uh, mm-hmm. initially, and the, a lot mm-hmm. of them just I was just like I don't feel like these characters are that well fleshed out like the other ones were. I just didn't care. And as a big Scream fan, I remember being super disappointed by that because it's something like I should have really loved it by all accounts, but mm-hmm. I yep. didn't. And then it feels like, and I, I kind of gave up on it too. So I, I watched it. I, I remember watching it like once. I don't know that I ever watched it more than that until this year, you know, watching it around mm-hmm. Scream 5 coming out. And I just kind of gave up on it. I thought it was stupid. I had lots of conversations with people that I knew, like my brother that was that were huge Scream fans, and like we all were just like, this is dumb, like it just didn't work out. And then in the last few years, though, I'd heard more people being like, no, you should revisit it. It was ahead of its time. All this different stuff about it, like it, it's really a lot better than you remember it. And um, I tried to rewatch it, I think like a year or two ago, actually, because I'd heard that. And I was like, no, it doesn't. It's not ahead of its time. It's not that great. Like it, it still didn't click. And it really was... When I was rewatching it, specifically after watching five, and I liked mm-hmm. five so much, 
then it kind of helped me reevaluate for and put it in a certain place that I liked it more. And that's why it's kind of grown on me now. And it's it does go back and forth. I've seen it probably four times since Scream 5 came out. Wow, um, okay. Off and on. And, like, this week it was, like, hard. It's like I watched, like, the first half of it, and, like, another day later I watched a little bit more, and then... I waited a few more days because we had a friend in town, and so like I just started rewatching it all over again last night. Um, so I've kind of like not watched the entire movie maybe that many times, but like parts of it, right? Sure. Um, and yeah, it's been sometimes I'm like really into it, and sometimes I'm not. And it's almost like like I mentioned, I know what you did last summer. Some mm-hmm. years I'm like really into that movie, and some years I'm like this movie's trash, and then it goes back and forth. It's almost like that roller coaster is happening in in like days now with Scream mm-hmm. Four, like where I can watch it and really like it, and in the next few days I'll watch it again and be like, no, that was trash. And I don't know what yeah. that is, but uh, it definitely doesn't... It's the least favorite of mine for these sequels, but um, mm-hmm. it, it has grown on me more. I kind of accept it and what it's doing now, and there are mm-hmm. good points. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot of notes that I wrote down, too, and I, I'll try to, to remember where I kind of was throughout each t- plot point and everything, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's an interesting ride, and I, I'm, I'm still not even... I, I feel like I'll have to talk about it with you on here to even, like, get my full bearings and, like, what I think about okay. it, you know? Yeah, yeah, and we'll do the, the masquerading at the, the end of the discussion Excellent. or whatever, but uh, to see where we're at. So um, do you want to go ahead and start with our, our notes yeah, and man. go through the through the movie? Get into it. Um, so I, <laughs> I made a note as I was watching this, and I was like... This movie came out in 2011, meaning that it was probably filmed in 2010. Mm-hmm. iPhones or, you know, generally like touchscreen smartphones have been around for a few years at this point. Mm-hmm. I think they introduced them in 2008. Yeah, that's where they And are. so when I saw the beginning of this movie and somebody had like a sidekick type phone where they had the, oh, the little right. like slide out screen that they were typing in, I made a note that it was like, they don't have touch screens and it's like, it, it looks like a sidekick to me. It's like, it's kind of wild. They wouldn't have that in there because it's just, it just so like dominated the, did, the culture yeah. from that point just right away. And then I realized at, well, realized they told me, Oh, they were watching a movie. Oh, that's right. It was in the movie within and, the movie. Yeah. So oh, like the okay. double fake out got me and I was like, Oh, oh that's kind of But then like, I knew it was going to be a double fake out because I was like, Kristen Bell and Anna Paquin aren't in the movie. Right. Like, they're, you know what I'm saying? So, like, when she, like, stabs her, or uh, Kristen Bell stabs Anna Paquin, I was like, okay. You're so like, yeah, got it. This, okay, yeah. I, I, I had to get my bearings yeah. a little bit, but um, it, it was a fun fake out. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, that's the first time that Scream has done that to us. You know? Yeah, the double mm-hmm. fake out thing. Um, I wrote notes. I want you to see this, Brent. I, obviously, people at home won't see this, but... You can see all these. Oh, that's really bright. You can see all these notes mm-hmm. that I wrote. Um, this like first. Oh, all these, oh my god! All these paragraphs, right? Up until did you write a book? Yeah. See, I'll, I'll scroll down here. Up until about here, all of that, uh-huh. I wrote notes in the first five and a half minutes. <laughs> I was so, I was like so into this like double thing because they like it's like it starts with scream or stab stab six, and stab mm-hmm. six is the beginning of stab seven, and it's like you see the the first thing with Lucy Hale. Um, from Pretty Little Liars. And, and oh, yeah, that's right. The other girl, I, I didn't know her, her name. Um, from, she looked familiar, but I didn't know her from anything, really. Mm-hmm. Um, her name is Sinead Grimes Beach. Um, and then they go outside of that one, and it's Kristen Bell and Anna Paquin watching that movie. Mm-hmm. And I get into this whole thing. I was, I realize again, like watching Scream 5, I realize, like, I am the toxic fandom. I am the one that's like, <laughs> you're ruining the movies. <laughs> and I wrote this whole fucking thing about how it's non-logical, it's illogical, and it's like, 
it doesn't make sense that they would have like the stab six movie open the stab seven movie because if you're watching stab seven you would open with stab six which you would have already seen and you <laughs> would be like seen, so yeah. confused like we uh-huh. rented the wrong movie it wouldn't make any sense and then i wrote all this stuff about how this is so dumb and i don't understand it and literally the first thing when they get out of those two movies and you have the real opening of scream with Britt robertson and she's like that's totally illogical if stab five is the beginning of stab six and that begs the question what is it even stab four and i was like oh yeah. okay I didn't need to write any of those notes. Um, <laughs> they are well aware. They are well aware. Oops. For the listener, it looks like Stephen wrote it's, a dissertation so on much. this first five minutes of this movie. That was so much text. It's a lot of text. I was very into it. Um, yeah. Yeah. And so I realized, like, oh, they're in on the joke. I, you know, whatever. But they mention um, it, it's interesting because I, I, I've rewatching these so close in a row and watching them so many times for this podcast it kind of I've been like delving more into it you know as an educational thing almost as opposed to just watching these movies mm-hmm. and I realized like Scream you know they watch Halloween and they talk about like 70s and 80s slasher films but then in Scream even by Scream 2 there's like Stab 1 is already out and then when you get into Scream 3 and Stab 3 is being filmed and like they really like kind of shift their narrative I have I've, I review these movies almost as if like they're made from our world like Scream was. Scream is like mm-hmm. referencing real movies in our real world. But eventually in the sequels, they pretty much only talk about the stab movies within the movie. Like they are living a different reality where these movies have been made about this real life event, whereas it's yeah. all been fake for us. And it's like it's interesting how they do that. And you realize after Scream or after Stab 3 was based on Sydney's life, they've they've made these sequels. They mentioned the Stab 5 has time travel and it's like by far the worst one. And it's like, oh, by this by scream four they've made stab seven they realize that like they've basically gone the way of like the jasons and the freddies where like the sequels got really weird and stupid yeah and they're kind of making fun of that and it's it's really fun that they're poking fun of that and that wes craven again is you know poking fun at his own series essentially um Mm -hmm. and i kind of realized like oh this is really interesting how it leads into stab stab eight that they mentioned Mm -hmm. in scream five and everything and why that world is again so again now that I know where Scream 5 takes it, I'm like, oh, this is really cool. And I can kind of almost like accept what they're doing more. Um, but it is like they're dumb openings, like they, they're cheesier openings because they're stab <laughs> movies and stuff. Uh-huh. And it's like a weird thing to get used to, like Anna Paquin and Kristen Bell, who are amazing actors, being kind of silly and cheesy and stuff. Yeah. Um, and it, it also proposes that Stab 7, at least, you'd know who the killer was in the very beginning of the movie. You know it's Kristen Bell. <laughs> yeah. That'd be so different and weird for a screen movie. Yeah. Um, and it makes no sense for this franchise, really. So they really do a lot. They pack a lot in that five minutes, and I'm done off my fandom soapbox now. <laughs> I'm glad I got some of that out there, though. You guys should read these notes. They're bad. Um, I was really into it, man. They're full paragraphs. They're like full When I take paragraphs. notes, I write down a line, maybe two, mm-hmm. not even full sentences. Uh, rarely punctuation. Yeah, right. But you, uh, wow. It wow. was a lot. I was like, wow. and then Kevin Williamson took this thing. I was like, it was like a <laughs> dissertation, like you said, man. It was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it asked me, it, it proposes some interesting questions, I guess. It asked some interesting questions. So, yeah. Um, oh, and then uh, my last note mm-hmm. with them, though, is Kristen killing her, uh, her sister, I guess. Um, I, lo- I, I tried to look up if it was ever an Alamo draft house. Uh, if, they, if they took that scene as like an anti-talking PSA, because they do that sometimes. Oh, yeah. Because she, her quote is, she's like, why? And she's like, because you talk too much. Now shut the fuck up and watch the movie. And I was like, I love Kristen Bell. <laughs> she gets it. So, uh, yeah. 
love that part. Yeah. Uh, boy, they should have played that before I went to go see right. Five Cream. There you, know you go. They should have played that scene. Mm. Perfect for it. Yeah. Handed out butcher knives. Those fuckers. Yeah. <laughs> like, just waiting. You your know, neighbor just waiting will stay. It's like in Texas now. Yeah. You can, uh, you can like turn in your neighbors for getting abortions and stuff. You can like snipe your neighbors for that, basically. So it's like, oh, if your neighbors are talking, here's a knife. You're allowed to stab them. You oh, know? my God. Yeah. How horrifying. It is very horrifying. Just, that is... God damn. Vigilante, like, right? It's fucked oh. up. Mm. Yeah. That is disgusting. It is disgusting, like why, yeah. Why would you... These poor people are already going through a hard enough right. situation. You're going to... Oh, my God. going to turn them in for it. Jesus. Watch your neighbors. Yeah. Jesus oh would God. save them. You're right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. They should have turned to the Lord. Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> Don't Please let help me these through it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh no! Uh, oh no! This is where we're at. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. It's fine. Um, so yeah, whatever. What uh, notes do you have? <laughs> well, I've got something here. Uh, I think there was like, a, I think after it goes through those first two, there's a the first time we see like Ghostface show up uh-huh. or whatever, and uh, chases somebody. I don't even remember who it was, but they chase him down to like. A garage or something mm-hmm. like that. Oh, yeah. And s- somebody's trying to escape through a garage door. But, like, the door is opening. They're trying to crawl through. And then, like, Ghostface hits the garage door to close it. But they're, like, in that laser sight. I know. They're and in the sensor. they'd have that, right? 100%. Yeah, like, that makes sense. Yeah. In uh, when I was re-watching uh, Lethal Weapon, I think it's Lethal Weapon 3, mm-hmm. there's, like, a, a showdown at a... Um, uh, like at a, a neighborhood being built or whatever. And so somebody kills somebody by firing a nail through the air oh, from yeah. a nail gun. Uh-huh. And it's like, that's not how those work, but they're not as like, everybody has a garage door opener or has interacted with one. And we've all been through the annoyance of like, you're trying to close the garage door, but like a spider's web or, you know, mm-hmm. just like something, something innocuous yeah, right. gets caught in that trigger Some and reopens it. it. And you you got to like waddle over there and like <laughs> kick the leaf out of the way or whatever the fuck. Um, at my old house, at a certain point of the year for like a week and a half, the because of like where the sensor sat, the sunlight would hit it oh. just right when I was leaving in the morning where it would shine directly into the sensor and it would not let me <laughs> shut the garage door. So I'd have to like get out oh, and go like stand with my head like as a shadow covering wow. the sensor from outside my garage door to like get it to close. It was a, a whole ordeal. Absolutely. So like I, I felt like triggered uh-huh. seeing that that uh sensor not work properly well and what's weird too is like it's a callback to to tatum being killed in the garage and that mm-hmm. that scene as well in the first scream is it's it's what i like but it's silly that it would like be able to lift her and crush her head that way like that a garage would have that much force to do that <laughs> yeah. right but it's like yeah. it, it's for that movie and everything and then this one it would have been way better for them to call attention to the fact that everybody does have those lasers and mm-hmm. if the ghost face was trying to close the garage door and it does that like it's like er, and it flashes the lights, you know, and it's like, you can't oh, yeah. close it. And they're like, oh, man. And they have to, like, go down the stairs to get her faster, you know. Like, that would have been uh-huh. funnier to me, I guess, like, calling attention to those things. But then it, instead of it calls out that it's, like, not accurate. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's one of those things that it's it's silly maybe to nitpick, but it, it sets the tone for the silliness of this movie a little bit. Yeah. Um, and it's one of the notes that I wrote that I, I felt like watching this one, especially with um, Marley Shelton, Deputy Hicks. Her character is very slapstick silly a lot of times. There's a part where she like runs around her car and she literally does like a 
beep, like these small steps, like she's like <laughs> gearing up to run, like in a cartoon. Yeah. And there's just like some silly stuff. And I was like, I feel like I like the original Scream and Scream 2 because although they're they're funny, they're comedy horrors, they treat the subject matter seriously and with mm-hmm. some reverence. And Scream 3 is like completely Scooby-Doo. And they really like lean into that. And it becomes really silly. And Scream 4 does it as well. I feel like they are mm-hmm. more more like the um, Final Nightmare or whatever, the, the 1994. New Nightmare. New Nightmare, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. like that mm-hmm. one where it's like it's it's uh, meta, but it's like a little too silly for me to like be a believable Freddy Krueger movie that he's supposed to be scary like the first Nightmare mm-hmm. on Elm Street is at least. I feel like Wes Craven kind of was doing that more with 3 and 4. And I like 5 so much because it does treat it seriously again. Yeah. And so this one, even starting with that, where like the garage door, I feel like it sets that tone, and it's part of what I don't like about it. I could see that. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. Um, it is, yeah, I, I agree with you, especially on those first two, where it's kind of silly to us, but in the universe that it's taking place in, it's just like, it, it seems fitting yeah. or whatever. Like, it, it is silly in that first movie where Dewey... <laughs> Walks up to his police captain who's smoking a cigarette, <laughs> but he's got a strawberry like ice cream cone. Uh-huh. But it's like it it works for the reality of yeah. the that they're living in or whatever, you know. I guess yeah, it's like there's a fine line between mm-hmm. that being like a fun in joke or whatever to be like Dewey's kind of silly, but then the other ones like really ramp it up too much. Um, and I did, I think we were you and I were talking about it'd be so funny if he like threw that cone on the ground and stamped it out. Like, like his partner. And I saw, I was watching some of the behind the scenes from Scream 1, and there's a scene where he did that. Oh, what? He does oh, it in the behind yeah. the scenes. He throws it on the ground, and he stomps on it, and then they all laugh because it was like so silly or whatever. And I'm like, they yeah. tried it. That's so funny. Or he did, at least. I was like, an ad lib. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, that's perfect. Yeah. Like, I, know. I can see yeah. why they didn't put it in the movie, I know, but also but like, I kind of want it. It's pretty funny, though. In the movie. Yeah, you know? for sure. Um, Going back to Ghostface, um, he comes in so hot on the phone calls mm-hmm. now. Like in that first movie, he's like he's like doing his like Bruce Wayne voice or whatever. Like there's a yeah. difference between Bruce Wayne and Batman, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, or at least there used to be. <laughs> um, but. Now, Ghostface, like, somebody answers the phone, like, hi, hello. He's like, who are you? He's like, you know, I'm going to gut you like a fish. Like, <laughs> straight out the gate. It's like, dude, just, like, yeah. back off the the ignition for just a second, yeah. dude. I feel He's like, like with, warm into it. With the reveal of the killers and the era of this, I feel like that's what they would kind of do. Mm-hmm. That they would be so, I don't know, hot already like they'd be like they were ready to like to kill right away i don't know it's like a different feeling um but it is like the, the ghost face in this one is okay i, I was trying to think about that because i like the new one so much and mm-hmm. i like the original so much um but yeah some of it's like pretty graphic really fast some of the stuff yeah. he says it is pretty advanced voice technology that they have from the first movie on mm-hmm. right like uh it would be it'd be impressive if they could do that in like modern content mm-hmm. which they they do some of but like just recently like with uh um a certain star wars character i, I won't try to spoil anything for uh a recent uh, disney plus series <laughs> uh that came back where that the, the person's vocals had to be updated via technology mm-hmm. to make them sound younger mm-hmm, anyway mm-hmm. i get where you're uh, going yep but this is like Anyone's voice can sound exactly like this voice. Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and it's a uh, it, it's just 
like a, a fun thing that they figured out. It is kind of yeah. weird that they, the movie studio who made Stab, tracked down and decided to be as realistic as possible to the reality of Scream mm-hmm. to duplicate that voice and have that in their movie. But then, like, by movie five, they're like, well, time travel. Guys, yeah, right. hear me out. We got to do it, you know? <laughs> yeah, and it's funny, like, they mentioned in this one, because one of the girls pranks her sister, and she she's like, it's just a phone app. Like, by, by 2011, mm-hmm. this real-life massacre that has turned into a, like, seven-movie franchise, mm-hmm. they're, like, so silly about it. They're just like, hey, there's just an app that you can do that now. It's, like, even more ubiquitous, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, so, yeah, they, they kind of lean into that a little bit. Isn't the Texas Chainsaw Massacre kind of like that isn't that based on true events but they yeah hollywood like kind of turned it into its own thing yeah but i've always heard that um texas chainsaw is is based on ed gein or ed gein i'm sure you say that um who was like a real texas serial killer and but it's also he's the same basis for psycho and he's the basis no. of some other movie too like they kind of all took little parts of it frozen Fro- <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> let it go man they told him yeah in a standoff. and he wouldn't yeah he wouldn't he do wouldn't it. He wouldn't do no. it, yeah. Uh, but yeah, there's like... Well, a, it's never bothered thing. me anyway, yeah. you know? <laughs> but um, but it's so different. I think like, they really took that and like made it you know, so different from what he really was. He was like a serial killer cannibal, but he didn't like... He was uh, like yeah. a chainsaw, like skin-wearing cannibal, I don't think. They like yeah. took some of that, yeah, or whatever, so... Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I haven't watched the new movie. I haven't watched the old movie, but... Texas um, Chainsaw? Yeah, I I am curious if uh, time travel is involved. Oh, that'd be interesting. I've heard mixed you reviews know? about this new one. Mm-hmm. Who knows? They might have, that might have been why they mixed. Yeah, you know, I'm excited for it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm, we'll I'm see what happens. By, you know? I've I've never been a huge fan of the original one. I recognize it for mm. what it is. Yeah, but it's not. It's really. It's one of those movies that makes me feel disgusting afterwards. It's so viscerally gross. Um, and not even just the kills, just like the house they fucking live in is like disgusting. You feel like, I feel like I watch it and I'm like, I actually have flies around me buzzing. Like there, it's so <laughs> gross in here. Um, and then the, I like the, uh, Jessica Biel, um, Platinum Dunes, like 2003 remake a lot though. Oh um, yeah. Um, I actually think it was really good. And, um, but the rest of them, I don't think I've ever seen any of them. I, I tried, there's like a Renee, Renee Zellweger and, um, Matthew McConaughey movie from like 1994, like right when they were both like huge like becoming big mm-hmm. stars or whatever uh, early on um and i've never I've, I've tried like little parts of that but it was really dumb and stuff but uh i'd like to try that series kind of in in full at some point yeah someday uh i'm curious i i, I do want to watch the original just for the um uh to to check a box off yeah. of the uh, the horror list you know it's a it's an og mm-hmm. film and then um just like the one new of those one. classics yeah yeah and then the new one it's kind of like uh halloween uh, 77 and then 2018 <laughs> where it's like yeah. uh, 78 uh, uh, you can go from like one to the other and you're like pretty much caught up or yeah whatever, you know is that how the yeah is that what the new texas chainsaw is doing from what i understand gotcha. yeah it's supposed to be a direct sequel to, to that, that original one, one. yeah i yeah. like the idea of that and the scream series that's one of the things like I, I wish randy would come back i wish they would kind of just retcon change some things and mm-hmm. be like those sequels just don't exist anymore but they are also re- uh revenant i guess to to uh Wes Craven and what he did and stuff nobody wants to do that and I I respect that but I also kind of wish like sometimes it's nice just to like let's just toss those other sequels away what would mm-hmm. a sequel today to the original Scream if none of the other sequels happened what would that be like that's kind of intriguing to me 
Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So maybe we someday. may have to discuss this mm-hmm. on the next episode. Eh, maybe we should. We'll probably forget. Yeah, we will. Um, I was very excited to see Allison Brie. I yeah. had a huge crush on her from watching Community. Oh, she's amazing. She's so, mm-hmm. uh, she's very good in this role of just being like that kind of uh, publicist, the word I'm looking yeah. for, right? Um, yeah. But she's not likable, really, but um, mm-hmm. but I like her in this role. Yeah, she's uh, she's kind of a dick, but also yeah. she's there for her client or whatever, you know? Yeah, her whole that, goal that is to make money and sell books, so she's yeah. pretty good at that. Yeah. Overall, I'd say. <laughs> she's just, that can be like a shitty kind of person sometimes. Yeah, um, and then um, the the other thing that I thought was cool is that uh, Gare, Gare? Uh, Gail's hair looks normal Normal this. Gail, wow. Yeah. yeah, totally, good note. Which I was, yeah. <laughs> I was panicked. I was panicked watching uh, the next one um, because like, or the, watching three because I was like, where is her hair possibly going to go right. from you, there? Did you ever watch Rugrats? Uh, no, I, I grew up poor, Stephen. We did not have cable television. <laughs> I always forget. I'm sorry. I don't know even yeah. what that was on. I, in my head, I imagine there's like a, a doll that someone has called Cynthia in Rugrats and her hair looks like uh, it's like all over the place like there's it's like missing oh my god that's what I imagined Gail could have looked like in this one and like they're like Gail's just gotten crazier and crazier without this series you know it's like fanned out hair yeah it, it looks like one of the um, uh, those uh, uh, rejected toys or whatever from the first Toy Story movie you know oh yeah like Sid it's like have. zombie toys yeah Sydney mm-hmm. interesting huh interesting <laughs> Making connections, your Yeah, and Dewey's the sheriff now. Uh, I was gonna say, which cool. is about Dewey, Stephen. You and I are in sync again, man. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah. Um, I, so I I do like to track the facial hair of Dewey. Mm. Like in those first three movies, his his mustache was very small, but now he's the sheriff of this and here town, mm-hmm. and his his mustache not bushy, but it is like more fully grown, I takes like that. up more lip. Residency, mm-hmm. you know, um, and also I love that his ringtone on his phone is the Beverly Hills Cop oh, yeah. theme. <laughs> Isn't that great? <laughs> yeah, I, I've tried to look detail. up information on the Scream Force soundtrack mm-hmm. for this, and it didn't have a whole lot on Apple Music anyway. Yeah, but there was like one of the songs was the Beverly Hills Cop theme oh, song nice. by whomever it was. It's oh. it's called the name of the track is called Axel F. Yeah, for Axel Foley. But it was just like so good. I was I came across it. It's so good, man. I came across it as I was like running on the treadmill today. Oh yeah. And I was I was listening to it. I was like I was like, yeah. oh goddamn. <laughs> it's Hell always yeah. good. Yeah. Fuck yeah. But yeah, it's a. I I thought that was a very fun. A, a fun little nod. Kind of like there's a red right hand in yeah. every Which, every movie. Was that even in this one? I don't. Uh, I don't remember it. I. Th- Thought so, but I could be wrong. I thought maybe it was at like some gathering or party or something be. like oh, that. Oh yeah, it might be like that. Some of that, yeah. I watched it in and out so many times. I, I, I that's mm-hmm. what I'm afraid I lost some of those details, but uh, I know it so well in the other ones, the uh, the first three movies at least. Yeah. Um, that when it was in not in this one or not as noticeable, whatever. Yeah. Didn't really yeah. note about it. Um, yeah, and I like I like the, where the people are in this one. Again, I like knowing where people kind of end up in Scream 5, which we won't spoil mm-hmm. now, but, like, Gale and Dewey, especially with their relationship and where they end up there, I kind of like this one now, looking back more, like, 
mm-hmm. that she's not really doing much in this small town. She's trying to write a fiction book, but not she has no idea what yeah. to do. Dewey's thriving as the fucking sheriff, but it's not really their relationship isn't working that well. And like they're they're in different spots. And so I mean, I'm intrigued how that leads. Uh, but I really love Sydney in this one. Sydney, the writer, Sydney, the grown up, mature woman who's like gotten mm-hmm. over her pain and stuff. Um, I really like after three where she's kind of like a shut in and then a fighter, um, how she kind of comes out of that this way and this one. Um, and what it leads into, that's like a big part of, you know, her, the, the killer's motivation sort of is like how she's turned her life into this thing. They think that she's turning this into like, she wants to be a star and it's like, she doesn't want any of this, but she's trying yeah. to make the best of her life. And I like where she's at in this movie as well. And, and she looks fucking awesome as always. Oh, she looks great. Yeah. You know, uh, Nev Campbell can't go wrong, uh, from afar. Uh, kind of in my distant memory, I was like, yeah, she was, she was okay, mm. you know. But, like, watching her as Sydney in these movies, I'm, like, warming up to her. Yeah. You know yeah. She can get it. Uh, put an ice pack on my crotch. <laughs> you know it's disgusting. Unrelated reason, though. Unrelated, yeah. because you have hurt balls right now. Yes. Yeah, I... I insist on watching all of my movies on sawhorses, and yeah. I, you know... Unsanded. In the, it's in the Olympics. They make it look so easy yep. to dismount, mm-hmm. but I've really been struggling. It's probably just my old age. Yep. Uh, it's more difficult for me to get off a sawhorse, but again, because of my old age, I'm set in my ways. Mm-hmm. When, when you fall off, I imagine you, uh, you take your, your cue from the Simpsons B character and you fall off and you go, <laughs> Oh, adios mio. Is that, uh-huh. is that accurate? Yes. Yeah. And the, I'll be honest with you. B costume does not provide that much padding. It you looks think? like it would. It does it not. It does not. Interesting. Wow, no. I really would have thought. Like, how much padding does paper mache mm. give you, you know? How much indeed? Yeah. Like, does it We'll make find it out bigger? on the next episode. Yeah. 241. That's the one, you know? <laughs> and Brett's going to come talk like this. He'll be fine. <laughs> hey, guys. What's up? Uh, let me try to lawnmower more man again. Um, so what is the deal with the headset camera Ugh. in this movie that that student has? It's the worst I hated part. that thing so much. I hate it. Uh, it's so corny and bad, and it cannot possibly work nope. the way they want it to yes. or the way the the makers of this particular movie want it to. Because the, the guy who's wearing it moves his head around a lot. Right. Like when he's That's talking. True. He's talking like any other human does. Nobody would watch where they're that. looking around, you know, kind of looking at the person that's talking, but not necessarily at their their face. Like if they have something in their hands, they might like glance down. You know, it's just not practical yep. for what you would want. I but didn't then, think about that. It just looks so bulky and stupid to me. I just I get so distracted by it. It full on sucks. <laughs> and it's around that same time, again, we have smartphones, and if they would have just like could have peered into the future briefly. Right. They would have seen that everyone always has their smartphone out recording, you know, whatever Makes at all times, sense. you know? Um, but not this. But not That's this. What, I think Amanda it, was like, yeah. this, nobody does this. This is not a thing. What are they showing? Uh-huh. Who, who, does, who would watch this? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking that the, the main thing they wanted that for is for that time that he knocks his head into something yeah. and then he puts the headset on, but it's backwards. So you it's can only see that, yeah, behind him. And then I think like somebody sneaks up on him or yeah, whatever. Yeah, Ghostface comes. Yeah, and he sees it in his own phone. That's right. He's that's right. watching his feet, and he's like, "That's weird." And then he sees like, yeah. it happen or whatever. Yeah. I think a solve for that if they wanted to go back. You know what? Let's spend the money. Yeah. Let's raise some money for these Fix people. It. Look, I understand there's some stuff going on over in uh, Europe right now. 
I can't help that. Okay. <laughs> Me, Bert Hibbert, I cannot help that. However, what I can do is ask all of our listener to pledge money toward the Scream 4 fund <laughs> to, <laughs> to uh, CGI out mm-hmm. the headset and add in just like a CGI arm holding a phone. Oh, I love that. Whatever scene. Doesn't even have to look good. Skin tone does not matter matter. to me. No. Matter of fact, make it green for all I care. Is it the whole sand? Sure, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, he could, like, as as he, like, knocks his hand into something, drops his phone, he turns around, puts it in his back pocket like people do. And then it's just, like, broadcasting from his ass, essentially. Yeah, could have just been smart. Yeah. He doesn't need to, like, see that he's going to get killed. He can just get killed, you know? Yeah, I, I really hate that. That's one of the things people I heard online now talking about this movie and they were like it was ahead of its time it's like twitch streamers and stuff and i'm like no twitch streamers don't (laughs) walk around with giant fucking headsets on nobody does that even like the ones that have tried it recently like there's like Mm -hmm. glasses that like snapchat makes the snap glasses whatever and i'm like oh and they like google glass and stuff i'm like most of them were banned from most places Mm -hmm. because people don't want to be on camera constantly and Nobody actually, like, it never took off even now. So what are you talking about going back and being like, oh, it was ahead of its time? No, it's so distracting. Mm-hmm. Amanda's point, too, I, I totally agree with this. Take his entire character out of this movie, and what does it change? Not a damn thing. Oh, yeah. There, he's right. not mm-hmm. needed at all. No. Uh, and unfortunately for that actor or whatever, like, I, he just doesn't add a lot to it. So I'm like, the whole thing is so distracting. That was one of the big complaints I had watching this the, the first time. I hate that setup, that plot point with his camera so much that it like ruined a lot of the other movie for me. So yeah, I really, I really wish that was just not there. Mm -hmm. But Uh, mm -hmm. yes. Oh, please go ahead. Okay. Wait, Hello. hold on. I got to call me. Talk. Oh, okay. I'm back. Hi, Steven. (laughs) (laughs) What's your favorite romantic comedy? Oh, Notting Hill. I think it's a lovely British movie where Julie Roberts is in it. She's pretty. Fuck. I haven't seen that one. I'll call you back. I'll call you back. (laughs) We should talk about when you call back. It'll be fun. Um, I was just going to say that uh, Kirby shows up around this point in the movie as well. Yeah. And Hayden mm-hmm. Panettiere's character. And I, I think I told you this, too, before you re- rewatched this. So I was wondering if mm-hmm. it affected your viewing. But uh, especially rewatching this movie, because I never really thought much of any of it. Once I saw it, I was like, it was all forgettable. I don't care. But in the rewatch, Kirby is like my absolute favorite character of this. I love her. I love her portrayal in this movie. I think she looks mm-hmm. fucking rad as fuck. Uh, with her like short hair and her clothes and stuff. Uh, so yeah, uh, did you like that character? I thought she was great. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna ask you like, it's just, let's just say it, she's a uh, a pretty lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, later in the movie, we find out she is into movies, yeah. horror in particular. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. Steven's gonna need an ice pack for his <laughs> crotch <right>. as well. <laughs> Yeah, she's uh, she's the mm-hmm. best addition, I think, to this for this movie with all these new characters and stuff and all these new actors. Uh, she's by far yeah. my favorite. Yeah, she's very uh, like chipper mm-hmm. throughout the the bulk of the movie, and she's um, smart. And she's smart, like that. and you don't realize that she's going to eventually become like the final girl of the the new cast, yeah, kind of essentially. Like the I do like the way that this movie. One, two, three, triple deeks mm. your expectations for who the final girl will be. Yeah. But um, I feel like they, yeah. the idea of it is better than the execution in this movie, unfortunately. Yes. Uh, yeah. It has some really cool thoughts, but I'm not sure that mm. it's that great. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, T-H-O-T-S, man. Hell yeah. Pornhub.gov. <laughs> but you know what's what really saying? cool yeah. is uh, Kirby is stabbed twice, like in the stomach and then left for dead. 
and they never talk about her again. So there are rumors that she is coming back in Scream 6 as like oh, Hayden Panettiere yeah. is back in there. And I'm really hopeful because uh, if they can't bring Randy back, you know, like that was that was pretty bloody and, and final and everything. But maybe they could bring another fan favorite back, whatever, at least for me. And uh, so I would I would certainly appreciate if she came back. Yeah, that's true. And I, I didn't even think about that. I kept expecting her to recover from that or get up mm-hmm. or whatever, because uh, we don't see her body explode. So, yeah, that's it, right. it's possible so that she, she's still alive. <laughs> she, hey, you know, <laughs> not on film. I don't believe it. Um, but. Yeah, the, this movie, I, to, to jump all the way to the very, yeah. very end, uh, it, it just, like, ends right there. It's like an 80s action movie. It's like, well, we caught the bad guy and credits, right. you know? This one just, like, immediately cuts to black. Yeah, it's different. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting how yeah. it actually plays out. And they go through a lot of false endings, like they talk about, like, to be like the other ones, it would, they would end at a party. and then But to be subversive, it wouldn't end at the mm-hmm. party. It would end at this other smaller after party. And then it doesn't even end there. Yeah. They end at a hospital, which is more like Halloween 2 and some other mm-hmm. shit. And, like, yeah, they go through a lot of different things. They do try to subvert a lot of expectations with it. And some of them are better than others. Some of them are could be good, but, like, with different actors maybe in my head. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's hard to believe everybody's motivations when I don't really believe their characters that well. But um, I don't know. What about the, uh, I remember hearing something, I think maybe this was on Eerie, possibly on with Gorley and Rust, but there was something about, um, maybe it was the third one, now that I'm thinking about it, like the, the violence was toned down, it wasn't as bloody because of Columbine and whatnot. Oh, yeah. And, and I know you right mentioned afterwards. that. Uh-huh. Uh, I think this one delves right back yep. into the gore of it all because the, the neighbor girl, um who's uh like i guess friend. one of the, the the main girl's friends yeah uh she gets her guts torn out oh yeah they like show it on it. the bed mm-hmm. yeah marielle jaffa i guess it's her name olivia morris in the movie mm. um yeah she's she's basically just like their their friend to be murdered like that's yeah. our role uh in there but it's pretty gross yeah when they actually get her mm-hmm. her death on screen and everything yeah yeah it's pretty violent that and uh one thing that my wife and i both loved was the mail slot kill where it's just like yeah this is you know take advantage of uh home construction you know that's hilarious um yeah yeah that that death mary mcdonald in that scene the way she dies i i feel like a lot of parts in this too like marley shelton i feel like uh when we were re-watching parts of this morning my wife was like do you think they told her to act that cheesy like kind of like they like george (laughs) lucas did with like the prequels like you can't blame hayden christensen because it's like it's what he was looking for (laughs) it's what he told them to do and it's like uh, Mary McDonald is by all accounts a very good actor and then in this she kind of gets stabbed in the back of the neck through the mail slot which is hilarious mm-hmm. and then she's just like uh, 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 and spits out some blood and just kind of keels over and it was just so silly uh, to me um, but yeah what a kill man if you're gonna get I, someone I just I don't even remember her acting there. I yeah. just remember like the idea of like, because <laughs> at first I didn't realize she was sitting in front of a metal slot, and I was like, "Damn, Ghost Ghostface has like some power right. behind that arm." I was like, "Oh, it's probably a weight lifter." <laughs> um, but then I realized it's like through the slot, and then the knife goes <laughs> right back from, from whence yeah. it came. And uh, uh, yeah, I just I just thought the the idea of that was like kind of fun do you think they should have had like a a one-liner there like he pulls the knife out and he's like mail call walks (laughs) away you know (laughs) he stabs her with mail call and then after she like falls over he's like return to cinder yeah yeah 
that would have fit the tone for me right mm-hmm. totally totally involved in that very cartoonish absolutely yes. yeah there's there's parts like that um yeah that are interesting um I think one of my favorite characters from this franchise is rapidly becoming Gale because oh, yeah. I just love her attitude about everything. She's like, again, kind of a, a dick, but she's fiercely loyal to her friends mm-hmm. and the people she has a connection to, like Dewey and Sid. Um, but she does not like Dewey's new oh, like yeah. deputy sheriff. She's Jill, for him. Right. Um, and at a certain point, Gale says to Judy, your lemon squares taste like ass. <laughs> Just like straight up says it to her. Like, God damn. And she had just enjoyed one and she liked it. I can tell. You can tell. She was, she was doing that on purpose. I've noticed this about, again, this is just a, a podcast about two people who are rapidly becoming old men. <laughs> but like my, I, I've had lemon squares before, like in my youth. And I was like, okay, this is fine. But you know where that chocolate is. Yeah. Uh, however, as I've gotten older, I've, I love a lemon, oh, anything, interesting, you know, interesting. a lemon square. Yes. It's nice and refreshing. <laughs> Throw some blueberries on that bitch. Yes. It's delicious. Love it. There is a part in this. I'm glad you mentioned the lemon squares because when Marley Shelton, uh, first, I think first shows up, whatever, they're like taking down the, uh, the teenagers to put, the scream ghost faces like all over town or whatever which is fun mm-hmm. like you're actually dealing with it the actual woodsboro massacre anniversary in woodsboro in this movie for the first time mm-hmm. which is yeah and how that would affect the teenagers there it's kind of cool but when she first shows up she asks him to eat one of the lemon squares and the quote is he's like oh i don't know like my wife uh, whatever and she's like sheriff you're not cheating on your wife if you eat my lemon square and it's so yeah. fucking dirty to me because mm-hmm. yeah. she's blonde there's a lot of implication there yeah. And then later on, whenever Gail says that, I think it's even more like a you know one-two punch. I'd love it if she like takes the the lid off of that container with the lemon squares in it. She pops it, and there's like a little breeze that goes sniz. <laughs> like in the first screen when like in the bathroom, Sydney like gets the whispering like Sydney. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And Dewey, like, kind of looks around and, like, sniffs the air. Yeah. Mm. Amazing. Starts tasting the air a little bit like a snake, you know? Yeah. And he's a monster. Uh, oh let's God. see here. Um, uh, there's a, a point where Jill uh, gets her arm slashed, just like oh, yeah. Sydney's boyfriend in Scream 2. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if that was, like, on purpose. Uh, like, a, purposely yeah. a callback, I mean, you know? Oh, yeah, they do um, a lot of that in this movie, I think, yeah. Yeah. But also, I'm like, eh, there's kind of only so many pe- places on a body to get slashed, True. and you know. But to me, I feel like that would have been a callback because uh, there's one point where Sydney is talking. She's like moved in with her her cousin there, uh, played by Emma Roberts, and she talks to her, has a little conversation in the bedroom, turns around, and <laughs> Jill is standing there in the dark. Oh, uh, the, being talked to. Oh, Deputy Hick, Judy Hicks, Judy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep calling her Jill. Uh, wait, who's Jill? Jill is, uh, is her cousin. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Judy. Well, I wrote Jill. I may have meant Judy. Whoever got slashed in the <laughs> no, arm, that's Judy, who that note's for you. Yeah. So yeah, Jill is like in her room, but then yes, I, I thought about that too, because I had notes. They keep trying to get her boyfriend to look so shady in this Jill's boyfriend or ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. whatever. Josh from younger, that dude. Uh, they kept yeah. trying to make him look so shady, and I can't remember. I, I know who the killers were watching this again. I remember oh, this. Okay. So I don't remember if I suspected him, they, they certainly really heavy handed with that. And I, I wrote that note. And then the next scene is Judy mm-hmm. in the fucking dark t- 
talking mm-hmm. about being like essentially obsessed with an old play that she played a tree to Sydney's yeah. like Pocahontas or whatever it was or Tiger Lily. It was like a Peter Pan thing. And it's mm-hmm. like, are we supposed to think that Judy Hicks is the killer? Like, is that really <laughs> yeah. believable? I don't know what yeah. they're going for with that. Yeah. I Again, this I couldn't remember who that second killer was. And I was like, oh, so are they, is this what yeah. they're trying? Well, uh, I think that actress shows up in Five Cream. If I remember oh, she does. Correctly. So you already remembered it. Yeah. yeah. So I, I was like, I, I don't think it's her, but I feel like that's what the movie wants me to think. And then if you're watching a screen movie for the first time, everyone acts like a goddamn creep. That's right. Yeah. All that's the time. True. That's true. Uh, uh, yeah. Josh from Younger that's in this movie. Uh, I can never remember his. I know. Or, Nico? Their, their full name. Nico. Yeah. Uh, oh, that should be an easy name. I know. I, like I think name. it's because his last name is hard. Their last name is hard. And it's really hard to keep with the, the Nico Tortorella. They, them pronoun. Yeah. But Tortorella? Nico, Tortorella. Or Tortorella. Oh. I'm not sure. <laughs> In my head, it was like Tortellini. <laughs> well, if that helps you remember it, then go with it, oh. man. Yeah, spaghetti. Nico's spaghetti. Tortellinis. Yeah, very respectful of the they, them pronouns. <laughs> right. Not so respectful of Italians in general. <laughs> Something I'm working through. We're old. We're getting our, set in our ways. Anyway, I don't remember what I was uh, talking about. Oh, did but you suspect yeah, him, she, I guess? Oh, yes, 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 the killer, yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I did wonder, but also they're, they're going so heavy-handed on... Oh, it's the jilted ex-boyfriend exactly, or whatever like right. that, where I'm like, well, they, they're going so hard on this. It can't be them, which is exactly why it's yeah. them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's, it's, there's a lot of signals that are thrown around. And uh, I, uh, at, at certain points, I was like, oh, I, I wonder if it's him, mm-hmm. maybe. But I couldn't, I couldn't recall. I couldn't recall. Yeah, and the... Um, which I guess... We, we're getting close to, to spoiling the killers. Um, mm-hmm. I, I guess when we get closer to that for the real ending or whatever, we can. I'm curious who you remembered is my is my mm-hmm. point, and who you might have suspected the rest of the movie and yes. stuff. So, do you want to get into that well, a little bit or what? Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we do that, I, I do want to say that the star power of the movie was throwing me off the scent of the killer mm-hmm. because you see all these actors like like you said, Anthony Anderson, yeah. uh, Adam Brody, and they like have a little conversation about like killers and like. Like there's a bit of meta narrative sure. in, in their conversations, you know, and About how cops in these movies always die. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm like, wait, is one of them one of the killers? Like, yeah. because like, oh, Could've why been. are they in this movie? You know, exactly. How did they yeah. Get the, yeah. The star power does kind but, of throw um, off. That's interesting. Yeah. So, you know, they both end up dying uh, pretty viciously as well. So that's the, the Anthony Anderson one, the stabbing in the fucking face and the head mm-hmm. and then he keeps walking around after that that was one that i was like this movie is so dumb i remember like initially oh <laughs> i was like this is so fucking stupid like he got stabbed in the fucking head like deep in his brain mm-hmm. and then i read when i was researching for the show i read that Wes craven saw like a tv show documentary about medical marvels and stuff and about how a guy was stabbed in the head and he walked to the emergency room and was talking to people even though he'd been stabbed in his brain and it was a real-life thing. And he was like, I'm putting that in the movie. He secretly filmed it and then sent it off to the studio. And then he was like, I'm going to get fired from this movie like, because they're going to think this is so stupid. And mm-hmm. then he wasn't. And I'm like, I always thought that was so dumb. But then it's based on a real thing. And so I'm like, eh. It kind of took me <laughs> out of it. It's so weird. Yeah. I can't really believe it. But then it's like, well, it really did happen, I guess, to someone. So, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I like that's where... 
that that's the dividing line for you like the garage door thing for me <laughs> early yeah. on yours was the, the obviously getting stabbed in the brain which i did not even consider <laughs> like, like he got stabbed in the face and then he like crawls around i'm like oh yeah he would try to he get away do. this is real i bet this is i bet they really stabbed this boy you know this poor man oh my god oh but boy. yeah you, you um, don't know who's who could be it yeah you're right you Kinda don't know the set. Could be so anybody. yeah i mean we can uh, we can go ahead and talk about the the killers okay, cool, cool, of this. Um, I knew from memory that Emma Roberts was one of the killers, mm-hmm. and I could not remember for the life of me who the other one okay, was. Right on. So when that reveal took place, I was like, "Oh shit, damn!" Okay, that was a, a cool twist because again, it was like a a throwback to the very first screen where you see the boyfriend and the lawn chair outside mm-hmm. yep there's like a play on that and then he gets untied he stands up and then he stabs i guess he stabs hayden Panettiere, yeah. right yeah and then i like that part because he's like we've been in class for four years and you just noticed me now because they've always kissed before that i like yeah. their flirting back and forth in this sort of but the whole time knowing that he was the killer and stuff and he's like playing like toying with her or whatever um i i will say i think a year ago or whatever when i did rewatch this I, re- I always remembered that it was Emma Roberts, and I knew it was one of the geeks, but I didn't remember oh, which okay. one it was. I mm-hmm. thought it was kind of the guy with the headset, because I knew that they had like the filming the murders aspect, and it, I think that oh, I is see. why he, they're showing him like that way too. Is like mm-hmm. once Gail finds like at the Stabathon party when when Gail finds the other cameras and stuff, it's like oh maybe it's that other guy because he's filming stuff constantly. Um, but then it's a cool like they throw you off whatever, and it ends up being Charlie instead. And uh, mm-hmm. I think he's good. Like I said in the beginning, I thought he initially when I watched it, I didn't really like his his being the killer and stuff, one of the killers. But he's really grown on me. His his like acting in this role has grown on me, and I, I think I like him now uh, for that for being one of the killers. Yeah, and I feel like it's kind of a natural progression in this movie to be um, somebody like in the in the world of this movie where a fan of the stab properties has grown yes. up to commit these murders himself, you know? Yeah. And to um, think, like, this is 2011. Yeah. They're, like, in high school. Uh, from 96, I was trying to think, like, they were so young. They really grew up with these movies. And and the Woodsboro mm-hmm. Massacre being a real-life event in their town. Uh, and then all seven of that franchise and stuff. Like, for yeah. his little movie-warped mind, yeah, it makes kind of sense. Would you go to the equivalent of a stabathon? For screen you know, movies, like, you mean? Uh, I guess for anything in general, but yeah, if, I mean, scream is your- maybe yeah. I, sometimes I I like the idea of going with real fans to something. Like if you're going to something mm-hmm. like that, then you'd theoretically be like a big fan of it. Um, but I also just really like being by myself and enjoying stuff on my <laughs> own. You know what I mean? Yeah, because it because I can see both sides of that coin. Yeah, where I'm like, oh, Stephen would love because you love to watch people or watch people uh, love to watch movies with people. Mm-hmm. Um, especially if it's something you know yeah. they would like. Yeah, yeah. But also, um, you don't want people talking during the movie. It's very, yeah. So if I could show them that clip in the beginning and be like, <laughs> yeah. I w- and then show them the shiny knife I have next to me, you know, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. maybe that would help. But um, I have been, like, I, when I worked at Alabama Draft House, we did like a uh, oh, fucking uh, Die Hard marathon. Oh, um, yeah. So I was working it. I didn't, I didn't watch it, but um, it was really cool. Like, and the people that were there, like, they were diehard fans (laughs) 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 
Yeah, we got to put a comedy <laughs> tag on this one. Holy shit. Um, but it was it was cool for that. Like, and and it was neat. Like, we did like uh, at that time for that movie, we did like pyrotechnics and stuff. So like when what? Yeah, oh yeah, Holy when explosions shit. would happen on screen, <laughs> we had actual fire in the front of the theater that would blow Holy up and fuck. stuff. And it was really cool. it was super fucking hot. We had to test it in the front row, like me and my my server buddy. Uh, mm-hmm. And it was really hot, like send your eyebrows hot. But uh, it was really cool. Like we did all this kind of fun stuff at Alamo. So that that was neat. I like the idea of that. But I don't actually know if I would ever go do one of those either. I don't know. I was just picturing you standing at the front of a <laughs> packed theater firing <laughs> bottle rockets directly <laughs> to the crowd. <laughs> so you've been to Bo- one of the shows, of course. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Bottle rockets, Roman candles, just like light them up, light, you know? Yeah, right at people's yeah. faces. Get the sign a waiver like, to watch the movie. Yeah. You know? People will walk out. It's like, this is the worst screening of Monsters, Inc. I've ever seen. Does that make any sense? You're like, no, it's scary, right? Yeah, I'm a monster. Now. Yeah. yeah. I don't mm-hmm. know. Sometimes you just want to bring the heat. You got to do yeah, what you got to do, do you know? Um, I do think it's funny that there is... Uh, the, the, the way things are, are phrased in this movie, it's like... The, the the person who wrote the movie and the person who directed the movie both agreed, like, yeah, this is terminology young people would use, oh, but yeah. it's not really, you know? Um, because people refer to the net and cyberspace, which is... And 2011? Stuff, I know, which is stuff I'm familiar with. Right. And I know these words exist, but we've since created new and yeah. better words for that, you know? It's like in the first... That's the thing. I noticed a, a part of this movie. I don't remember what line it was exactly, but someone said kind of like a... Like Matthew Lillard in the first movie, he says "as if," which was a movie that that came out. The Clueless came out a year before Scream. Like that is a yeah. phrase that was everywhere in the '90s. Everybody yeah. was saying that at random times, or whatever. And they said something like it in this movie that I was like, "It's not a pop culture reference. It doesn't make any sense." Mm-hmm. And it, it was like, "Oh, they could have done better about making their dialogue actual teenager like dialogue from that era." Um, mm-hmm. And then, like in Scream, they'll say like "cellular phone" all the time, or like "bring me my cellular." But at the yeah. in 1996, people weren't really unified on just cell or cell phone, yeah. and so it, it made sense then. But like the net has not been said since like 1997, <laughs> since that Sandra Bullock exact, movie. Since the net, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like so yeah. weird that that would stick around mm-hmm. in any way. It definitely felt like there was a disconnect between the intervening years of those of that writer. Is how I I. Uh, you know, I put it on Kevin Williamson's shoulders that he's the one mm-hmm. like not tuned in to what teenagers are actually sounding like in this era. Mm-hmm. So, and I think the new movie also does better with that, and how teenagers use like texting and cell phones and stuff. Then, like, yeah, um, yeah they mention stuff in like the Stab Six and Stab Seven opening about like the Facebook killer is like one of the things they were using. I'm really glad we never got a sequel in that mid era where we had like uh, them using Facebook, and then they make a joke yeah. about like, well, I guess now it would be Twitter. And it's like, no, don't use any of that stuff. Just, yeah, just ignore Save it. Save it for the si- shitty sequels of Stab in the movies. That's fine. But I'm kind of glad yeah. we didn't get that. But they, they do mm-hmm. flirt with that line a lot in these movies where it's like, mm-hmm. especially in this one, it's like nobody talks like that. No. Yeah, it's weird. Not, no <laughs> one except for Joe from Lawnmower Man. <laughs> exactly. Hello, what is your favorite scary movie? Also, do you have landline that I am calling you on? Evidently, because you have answered the phone. Also, are you familiar with Bitcoin? It is a type of currency I'm looking to get off the ground. Job coin. Bring coin. Job coin to the world. <laughs> 
Um, all right, so we're trying to wrap this down. I know you gotta you gotta be somewhere uh, in a little bit, but oh, yes. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, killers. So we got uh, Charlie mm-hmm. revealed, Jill's revealed. Um, mm-hmm. This is the scene that really I, I can buy Jill for the rest of the movie. Uh, she's okay or whatever, and I have liked Emma Roberts in some things, specifically We're the Millers. I think she's really great in that movie and very funny. And I've kind of been oh, like, yeah. well, maybe I wasn't giving her the you know, full credit or whatever, but I really don't mm-hmm. think she's that great in this. She kind of ties into, you know, how Matthew Lillard is crazy in the, uh, when he's, like, given his dialogue at the end of the first movie, or Mickey uh, at the end of the second movie, but I just don't really believe her. I, I kind of like her motive now. I, I used to really hate the motive that she is Sydney's cousin, and she just wants to be famous, and so she's, like, she and her friend are, like, directing this movie, and they're going to film it. Like, there's a lot of ideas there, and I don't know that they all gel well with me. Um, mm-hmm. but so it's like when she's like kind of telling her story or whatever, it's like, it's okay with the reveal. I do like how she ends up killing Charlie and was always planning on that, um, that he would be like the mastermind and how he's like gearing up to be stabbed <laughs> yeah. in the shoulder and she just fucking nails him in the heart. I think it was pretty mm-hmm. rad. And he looks really like betrayed, you know? Um, and then when she beats the fucking shit out of herself, I love that scene. Oh my god! When she throws herself yes. into that like painting or whatever yes. the fuck it was, and onto the, the coffee like, frame table, thing. yeah. And then how she just like carefully sets herself on the floor next to Sydney, and like their hands, she like even like kind of curls her hand like Sydney's, like she wants yeah. it to look so perfect. And I do feel like the fucked up teen mind that they, she has, mm-hmm. whatever. Like not every teenager would obviously do that, but it kind of makes sense. I like how she like thought about so many aspects of it. Like she's trying to mm-hmm. you know orchestrate being the final girl. Uh, and it's yeah. a full, it's a fun twist, I think, for the series yeah. and stuff. Yeah, I like the the motivations for both of those characters. Mm-hmm. That that works um, the best for me since the first movie. Yeah. I think. Interesting. Yeah, yeah uh, I wonder. It's, it's the 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 um, motivations just seem the most clear to me. Like there was a the the kid who got super into these movies and then like wanted to do that himself mm-hmm. and then the the cousin who essentially wanted attention yeah you know? i used Very to not buy it but I, I agree with you i think i like mm-hmm. i still like mickey and and billy's mom i like their motivations for for scream 2 and that movie in general mm-hmm. is just still impartial to oh, it yeah that's right yeah. but yeah scream 3 with the retconning all that shit it's just too convoluted and, and it messes mm-hmm. with the first movie uh and this one i think yeah is maybe my my third favorite um mm-hmm. i wonder if i like it more than scream 3 or not though that's that's a tough question i think they're both kind of on par uh, at mm-hmm. this point in my life where like scream 3 still has a lot of nostalgia for me though but it's really bad when i watch it now like i really am not <laughs> i'm not into the killer the kills i'm not into the killer uh, yeah and that's half of the movie right like sydney's mm-hmm. pretty good in it but like that's that like, she can't carry everything yes um, that's very true and then yeah so she goes to the hospital and mm-hmm. I like that she's like, you know, in the limelight, like she wants to be. And then Dewey's talking to her and she she flubs saying that she already knows that Gail has the same stab wound or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And then he like, you know, she has their showdown or whatever. But one of the points Amanda made, uh, they have a showdown and like she first off, Dewey gets gets his own by uh, getting hit in the head with a bedpan many times. At that point, too, I'm like, <laughs> this movie is silly. Like yeah. they know it. Right. Um, but everybody like uh, Gail ends up there. Sydney's on the ground. Dewey's been beat to shit. Uh, fucking Judy Hicks comes in the deputy. And like mm-hmm. Amanda at that point leaned over and she was like, what? Is, how is she supposed to explain this? What is her plan to explain mm-hmm. all of this stuff? If she was able to kill everybody and get away with it, like why is she in that hotel or the, the hospital room? Why? You know, why is everybody there dead? Like, I don't know what she, how she could really even get out of that. 
uh, at that point. So I, don't know. I thought she was just maybe just fighting for survival at didn't that matter. point, you know, yeah. and then just like figured out, fi- figured out in the edit, yeah. you know, maybe yeah. she didn't say like Sydney went crazy and she was the third yeah. killer the whole time and blah, blah, blah. Ooh, what a twist yeah. that would be. That's the know? thing. We've never had a third killer. It's people always mm-hmm. rumor it and it's rumored again for Scream 6, uh, which you told me the yeah. other day has a release date for like March it does. 31st or something of 2023. Uh, something for next year. Yeah. We'll see yeah. if that happens, you know? Yeah, I know. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't hold my breath for anything <laughs> anymore. We'll, we'll just see when it gets here, <laughs> cool you know? But trying for it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, uh, I don't know. For this one, you know. Mm-hmm. I lost my train of thought, so I'm just going to say it while you're there. <laughs> Apparently. I, I hear you. Um, do you, uh, well, since we're talking about the hospital, real quickly, I'll mention um, I love defibrillator attacks in movies. Oh. It just seems so stupid and so it's, fun. I hate that part. I, it is right? so stupid. <laughs> Dude, because I wrote this down too, because uh, Cindy is getting up in the background, but Jill doesn't know it, and she's talking to Gail, and Gail is mm-hmm. like, I just have one word for you clear. Oh, yeah. And she's like, mm-hmm. clear. And Sydney's like, mm-hmm. clear. And then does it. Mm-hmm. It's all so fucking stupid to me. Like, it's so silly. But I give you, yeah. if you like, if you like a good uh, defibrillator kill, then yeah. I mean, look, it's just, you know, you're watching a movie if a defibrillator, <laughs> if the paddles come out, yeah. you know? It's like, well, here we go. <laughs> We're off the rails. You know? All the time. Uh huh. But I've never yeah. actually seen them used or whatever. Yeah. I feel like if something happened and I was in a hospital and I had to defend myself, I would, that would be the number one thing I would look for is defibrillators, you know? You're like, sometimes they had that gel. Where's the gel? Do I need it to kill someone? I don't know. I don't know how it works. I just squeeze a whole tube of it in my mouth and just like spit it on battle. I don't even know how it works. Yeah. And then Um, she didn't even die from that. She's just kind of stunned because she gets up and then she gets shot, so... It's likely that's not even how they fucking work. You know, know, it's it's like (laughs) garage doors. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, So uh, do you have any other notes before we? I mean, yeah, not any notes about Mm -hmm. the movie, really. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm reading through them a little bit. It's yeah, it's so just, I guess, overall thoughts. Uh, Overall thoughts, Stephen. I'm going to be honest with you. Mm -hmm. I enjoy this movie more than Scream 3. I thought I actually was hope I, mm-hmm. I thought not hoping I thought you were mm-hmm. gonna say this way earlier that you're like I yeah. liked this movie a lot I thought you were gonna be like gushing over it a little bit uh, I had fun with it yeah. you know it, it brought back some of the 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 vibes from uh, Scream Two mm-hmm. for me where it's like fun to watch it's fun to put the mystery together yep. I like the cinematography a lot mm-hmm. I feel like. Uh, especially with Scream 3, I don't know why the third one, but for Scream 3, I feel like the, they were, I, I, I just didn't feel like there was that artistic of an eye mm. behind the, the lens for whatever reason. Even though it's, it's I, a Hollywood movie and it looks like that too, right? <laughs> like it's so yeah. dumb. That's weird. Mm. And it looks like, I, I know there are like Hollywood sets in the reality of the world for that movie mm-hmm. but even when they're in like someone's home it looks like a set to me yeah. i don't know if that makes sense yeah, yeah. but like despite the explosion <laughs> in the movie the it just seemed part. like they uh that one just seemed like it was more mm-hmm. of a um, i feel like if there there was a different version of scream 4 it could have had time travel in it almost oh, yeah. like if it stayed on those those tracks uh-huh. you know but um yeah, like I, uh, and I told my wife this. I was like, I found myself enjoying watching this movie. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, I've, I've enjoyed watching them all so far, but like Scream 3 was a little bit like, all right, <laughs> I guess this it's, is what we're doing. It's you know? really rough now. Uh, yeah. Again, I, that's when I go back and forth on too mm-hmm. over time. But uh, right now, I'm mm-hmm. really cooling on it, and uh, I kind yeah. of feel I kind of feel you a little bit that I'm like Scream Four might be more enjoyable because it's not so slapstick stupid. Yeah, um, and the, there has a lot like besides Parker Posey and Three. Mm-hmm. This one has a lot oh, more gosh, people that great. I like, mm-hmm. uh, a lot more characters I like too and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like I really like Charlie the uh, the killer has really grown on me his character throughout that and watching how he interacts throughout the movie and knowing mm-hmm. he's the killer is kind of fun. Um, so yeah, I, I'm kind of with you there. I'm still not really sure about what I think about it overall. Yeah, um, I feel like right now this last viewing, I was kind of like, it's OK. I was kind of nitpicking it. But just mm. the other day, I really liked it again. So. Oh, that's good. So I do go back and forth on this one for sure. Um, so uh, on, on the mask rating, we're going one to five. Oh, yeah. Ghostface mask mm-hmm. to rate it. Uh, I believe my I remember three. ratings were in descending order uh-huh. because I had uh, I gave that one three masks. Uh, screen screen three. three. OK, I should say. So I think it was like, yeah. Uh, one was five, two was four. God, math is hard. Uh, three was three, and I'm I'm gonna give Scream Four, the titular four. Uh huh. Because I, I I liked it about on par with uh, Scream Two. Definitely better there. than three for you, and about on par Definitely. with two. Yeah, I, and you know they didn't really have to retcon too much for this one. It's like, oh, she has a cousin. Oh, yeah, okay, which is believable, know you know. Yeah. Her yeah. mom has a sister. Yeah. Okay, yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, kind of works. Um, so yeah, like generally speaking, mm-hmm. there, there were certainly things that annoyed me about that, like the the Google Glass thing that that yeah, what's his nuts has. But uh, overall, this was more stuff I enjoyed than not. Yeah. I feel like Scream Three was like fifty percent of it. I liked fifty percent of it. I did. That's a good way to put and, it. And and like forty percent of that fifty percent I did not enjoy was Jenny McCarthy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Uh, and there's mm-hmm. a lot of detractors in that movie that are just so silly and stuff that kind of help, you know, hinders it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think I would give this one three ghost face masks out of mm-hmm. out of five. I don't remember exactly what I gave three. I feel like I might have given that one three or three point five because mm-hmm. it does have some nostalgia that I, I still like. And but this one this one goes back and forth. Um, one of the notes that I had about it. Um, oh, one of the my favorite parts with Kirby. Um, mm-hmm is whenever she's on the phone with Ghostface, whenever uh, Charlie is out tied, like, in the chair, like, like in the original Scream, um, and the killer's, like, asking her questions, and they ask her about, like, what is the remake of the groundbreaking horror film? And she just lists, like, fucking 15 different <laughs> yeah. movies, like, yeah. that had just come out, like, that era, the, the 2000s to, like, mid, like, I don't know, 2011 when this one came out, like, that mm-hmm. era of remakes, that style of remakes, I like, I mentioned, like, Texas Chainsaw Massacre in 2003, which is kind of an earlier one of those. I like that one a lot. I don't like most of the ones in there, though. They're usually not as gory as the originals. They're not as important to these originals. The acting isn't as good. The characters aren't as good. Like, a lot of the aspects aren't as good. And I kind of always felt like this one was in that realm, and I just didn't care for it. Even though it's not a remake, it follows a lot of those same rules from that era. And then I really yeah. like the new requels and stuff that, that we have. I like... Um, like Halloween 2018 and the, what they're doing with those. I like Star Wars Force Awakens. That is basically a remake of A New Hope. But I like how they're kind of doing, like, you bring legacy characters, you you tweak the same story, but it's different, and you have new people and old people and whatever. And I like this new era. I like Scream 5 a lot. And once I saw Scream 5, um, 
it kind of helped me put this in its place. And I almost enjoy Scream 4 now more because I've watched Scream 5 because I'm like, well, it, it's filling the role of that shitty remake from that era. And I kind of like that we have one. Like, whereas I'm glad we don't have, like, Ghostface using Facebook to get at people. <laughs> Ghost Facebook, Ghost yeah. Ghost Facebook. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, title. <laughs> there you go. I'm glad we don't have that. But I am glad we have at least one sequel from that era. I'm glad we didn't wait, like, from 2000 to 2022. And this wasn't just yeah. Scream 5 now. And it was, like, really cool. I'm kind of glad it's here, for better or worse, because it fits in with an era. And I don't know that this one is as good as the other ones as calling into its, like, meta attention. Like, I don't know that it does that great of a job of presenting new rules or, um, you know, kind of skewering the movies that were in the era coming before it. Um, mm-hmm. And it's certainly like people try to say that it was like ahead of its time with like the Twitch streaming stuff. But I'm like, I don't think it really uh-huh. does that. And Scream is not really good whenever it is saying like what's happening in the future. It's good when it's saying what happened in the past. And yeah. that's how you get the rules to know what you should do at that moment. And um, so this one, I'm just kind of glad it does exist now in that era. And I can accept it for what it is and where it is in the in the legacy of Scream. And I kind of like it more that way. So uh, it's definitely for me, like I had to have Scream 5 to be as good as I thought it was to uh, to help me be like, this one's OK. Like if otherwise mm-hmm. I just in my head before this, the canon was there's a there's a trilogy of Scream movies. And then apparently there's a sequel out there that I don't talk about. And now <laughs> I'm like, no, there's five movies and they're all great mm-hmm. for different reasons. So, yeah, uh, it mm-hmm. certainly helped me to have the new movie to like this one but uh it's not my favorite um i have mm-hmm. watched it a bunch of times recently and i i i have bought it now even oh, wow. i finally gave it okay. i know we talked about that how i was avoiding it it's on paramount plus mm-hmm. and stuff but i was like i want the special features i want the commentary um i didn't get a chance to watch him before this this record but mm-hmm. uh, i'm excited to eventually and um it does have something to offer i'm kind of realizing the little parts i do like a lot and if 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 alone all i get out of it is kirby and it, especially if she's yeah. able to come back um, on that note, too, I'd heard that the they almost brought her back for Scream 5, but they knew it would be like a small cameo because they already had too many characters and they didn't want to do that disservice to her character. Um, oh, cool. So I'm like, hopefully she's a bigger part of Scream 6 even. And mm-hmm. um, if that alone is all we get out of this, then I'm like, that was that was cool. So, um, yeah, three out of five, I think, for me. But, um, yeah, it's not my favorite, but it, it has its place. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. right on. Uh, well, speaking of the Scream movies. Uh-huh. Turns out we've got another one to discuss in the month of March. Oh, look at that. Can you even believe it? I can't it? believe it because we didn't Turns know out there it. Are, we don't know what calendars there are. Five <laughs> Tuesdays in March. Every damn one so of them is going to be about a screen movie. Tell you what. What I love about it, too, is I think initially you probably did know that. And that's why you wanted uh-huh. to do it in March. And then it was like, yeah. oh, well, it's not going to work out with the Tuesdays and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, it's specifically five Tuesdays. We just didn't even check it after that fact. So I'm really glad mm-hmm. we're going to have a, a real screen March. That's right. And then as a a special event, we're watching on the fifth Tuesday in March, Scream 5, a.k.a. 5 Cream, Mm -hmm. but we're going to be broadcasting from a Ruby Tuesdays. Ooh. Steven loves hamburgers now. Well, do they have french fries? Dirty little secret. Uh, Yes. I'm down. I mean, I'm there. But they're made out of hamburger patties. Oh, man. (laughs) Hamburger fries? That would sell so well in America. God damn it, I know. (laughs) Man, in my head, it'd be like, 
And so you get like uh, some burger strips, and you mm-hmm. get some bread strips, and you get like some strips of you get a French fries in there. You get some strips of lettuce. There, it's like it's like <laughs> Burger King made chicken fries. It's like you yeah. make every little part of the burger fries, and that way, as you grab like three together, you might you might get some uh, some good mixtures. Yeah, there you go. You build your own burger you in could. your fingers, you know, man. Mm-hmm. But everything's deep fried, even the lettuce. All of it. All of it's deep you fried. You have to. Yeah, it's like if you went to a state fair. Yes. You know? Yeah, that's all you need. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, that looks haunting. Your iPad was under your face. Unilepicon. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, oh, yeah. I had a blast discussing this with you today, and I'm really looking Same, forward yeah. to discussing Scream, Five Cream, rather, uh-huh. uh, next yes. week. But, um, yeah, I'm glad you like this one, man. I... Uh, it does have its moments, and it's it's definitely uh, mm. can be fun to to watch. So I'm glad I gave it another shot as well for myself. And um, yeah, you owe it to yourself. You know? I do. Everybody does. So find find something you enjoy. Absolutely. In it, you know? um, so mm. as usual, if you'd like to contact us, let us know what you thought about Scream Four or whatever. Um, you can find our info in the show notes as usual. Um, you can also rate and review us on your favorite podcast apps. Five stars is appreciated. And definitely go check out our merch. We also have a link for our merch. Uh, you can buy what is it? Um, we got T-shirts. Uh, we got tampons. We got um, mm-hmm. candles. Um, yeah. Lube. Um, condoms. Um, yeah. I, the only thing I've said true so far is T-shirts. Right? We have T-shirts. Yes, but we are working on the tampons. Good. Uh, let's tamp about stuff is just around the corner. <laughs> so mark your calendars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a, uh-huh. one to look forward to for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and then come back next week whenever we review Five Cream. And the yes. Scream March series, the saga. Available to stream on Paramount Plus, oh, or you, you can go. just buy it, you know? Either way. Whatever you want to do. Just watch it, come back, we'll discuss it. I've only seen it half a time. I was going to say, people are talking in theaters, so you have not watched it. it since? No, no, I can't. Oh. I, I can only, my brain can only handle, handle one, one thing <laughs> at a time. time. That's days, really yeah, exciting. Days. So you don't, mm-hmm. you only remember that shitty time. That you uh-huh. didn't get all the context of everything because people were talking around you in the theater. <laughs> exactly. So this will be a yeah. much better viewing, guaranteed. What if it's like a totally different movie than the one I have I in know, my right? head? It's just like, oh, wow, holy shit. What if you're like... Michael Myers was in this. You're like going Fuck. through and you're like uh, looking for like different commentary tracks and stuff. And there's one mm-hmm. with like the people from the theater talking. And you're like, <laughs> yeah. enable. <laughs> so you only get like every just, fifth word. And immediately just like walk out of my right. house and lock the door behind you're me. Like, never, never to return. Get. Nope. And that's how Brent disappeared. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, I'm certainly looking right. forward to that. So, uh, yeah. And it'll be fun to, to kind of find a, finish this series out as well. And then uh, maybe we'll get mm-hmm. into other stuff next month. Maybe Spider-Man No Way Home, which I'm excited I to hear this out. I know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mm-hmm. wonder if you had seen the Batman yet. So. No. But maybe we'll talk about that soon. Who knows? So a lot of, a lot of cool stuff coming up, I'm sure. But next week, Scream 5, 5 Cream. Mm-hmm. Come back yes. for that. Brent, I had a super fun time with you today. Me too. Good times. And your dogs. And the dogs you're watching <laughs> yeah. that are deaf that barked uh-huh. this. That might be if the outtakes. Some, some jingle jangling oh, in yeah. the background today. You know what? It's a dog's collar. You know? It wasn't we're, we're dog sitting, so. Penis piercing. Yeah. It was definitely a dog's It wasn't collar. that. It wasn't Santa Claus. Nope. 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 Brent, no, would not allow that in his house for sure. So No, definitely not. Well, I had a lot of fun, man. Until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. Hello.
Oh, Stephen, I am Job from the Lawnmower Man movie series. Perhaps you have heard of me anyway. Have you subscribed to my new podcast, Job Well Done? I hadn't heard of it. I will. I will subscribe. Every episode, I discuss a thing that people care about with them. They seem to be fans of this. On the first 14 episodes, I discussed the January 6th riots. Oh, no, Job. <laughs> no. But don't worry. It's not what you think it is. What do you... It is all from the perspective <laughs> of the Viking hat guy. Um, yeah, I think, I think I would give this one three out of five ghost face masks. I don't remember okay. what I gave three. I feel like it was like around there, three or three point five maybe. Right. Because there's there is still nostalgia I like with that movie and stuff. <laughs> oh, Brandy, oh. Hold on. Okay. All right. Hey. Oh my goodness. You're okay. Bella. You see, the problem is she's also deaf. <laughs> so it's hard to scream at her. Record, dude. All right, man. We was recording, dude. We were still recording, man. Steven, uh, we were watching HGTV earlier today. Mm-hmm. Like whatever network Flipper Flop is on. We were watching that. Oh, we just yeah. had something on in the background as we were like just chilling out this morning. Sure. And there was this contractor who had his sunglasses. He was, like, inside a house, like, mm-hmm. talking to the hosts about, like, some shit that needs to be done. He was inside the house. He had sunglasses on, but not on the front of his face. He had them turned around, oh, sitting God. backwards on his head, kind of like uh, Guy Fieri does, you yeah, know? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. I, I give Fieri a pass because he is officially the mayor of Flavortown. Oh, yeah, and you can't. it's just like, you know mm-hmm. what? How can you? Like, Guy, Guy Fieri is such a strong personality yes. but he's like the most pure prime being <laughs> of that you know he's like if nachos came to life nachos came to life and, and nachos and fronted a smash mouth cover band <laughs> yes that's exactly what it is exactly. we got there but this contractor guy he had the sunglasses on the back of his head have you ever done that like i i was wearing like oh, actual man. like glasses glasses mm-hmm. to uh, to see for vision purposes and i turned them around i put them on the back of my head i was like mm, no i didn't like the look of this i do not like the feel of it and i immediately took them off my wife was like she just furrowed her brow at me right. but that's just how she looks at me anyway oh, so, totally totally have you ever done this? Yeah, but only because I was trying, not even to like be like Guy Fieri or, or those mm-hmm. types of people, but it's more like it, you see it and you're like, wait, that how does it even stay in your head? It's like more mm-hmm. of like a test. And I remember doing it yeah. and being like, yeah, these don't really stay on my head. Mm-hmm. I don't understand it. I do get like, uh, you know, just propping them up on the top of your head going straight up. You know, you got vertical glasses just to like yeah. hold them there for a second. That makes <laughs> yeah. sense. But the uh-huh. all the way back. Upside mm-hmm. down, facing the backwards way. I don't. I don't get how that's comfortable. I don't get how that is better. I'd much rather do the tuck in the shirt. That's you know? what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you put like one earpiece like yes. tucked in your shirt, and then the other one's folded up with the aforementioned glasses mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. pointing out uh, toward your victim, uh, your uh, person <laughs> you're speaking to. But um, it looks cooler I, that way to me personally. I mean, it's just like it's right mm-hmm. there. It's on the front. Oh yeah. I feel like if you it. Like, to move them from the front of your head to the back, that's a two-hand situation, you that's know? That's true, that's true. Like... Accessibility issues there, too, yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's just, it's just too much. Like, I don't know how this more secure, just having them on the back of yeah. your ears. Plus, you got this thing on the crook of your neck, you know? I don't like things there, yeah. No, no. I don't understand, like, the 
uh, I don't know. Is it like easier? Is it like they think it looks better? I don't know. I I, 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 I hope to Christ not. Yeah. Because it's <laughs> spoilers, it hard as possible spoilers. <laughs> it does not. It sucks so bad. This is one of those, though, that I'm like, I'm always wondering, like, the people that actually do listen to the show. And, like, mm-hmm. if someone is like, that's my main thing. Like, that's the thing I love to do. And I don't want to, yeah. like, detract from that. Like, I like to wear flip-flops with jeans, which mm-hmm. is, you know, generally looked down upon, I feel. But um, it's like it's like Hawaii. I, it's just comfortable. It's what I do. I don't like to wear shoes and then close it, right? So, fuck mm-hmm. people. I just do my own thing. Mm-hmm. And the glasses on the back of the head, if that's your thing, fuck it. But also, like, can you tell us why? Why do you do that? <laughs> you know, it, you do you is basically mm-hmm. what I'm saying. But also, tell yeah. me why you do you. Uh-huh. Tell me yeah. why. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, it reminds me of those sunglasses that, like, Dog the Bounty Hunter would wear. Yes. Where they have, like, the, the earbud piece that comes from the <laughs> side of the, the glass. Where it's like you yeah. put on sunglasses and you're forced uh-huh. to just, like, put this bud in your ear. Absolutely. And I like to wear earbuds. Matter of fact, I'm wearing them right now oh for this God. podcast. But there's a certain point where I'm like, and that's enough for having mm-hmm. these things in my ear, you know. Um, but if you have these sunglasses on, you are you are wearing them. If you're out at the ball game or yep. whatever, uh, out there uh, uh, shirtless playing mm-hmm. Top Gun style volleyball, oh yeah, in blue jeans and boots, mm-hmm. you know, just with your friends. You yeah, know, your male friends. You Only guys play shirtless oh, yeah. Wrangler volleyball. <laughs> Wrangler volleyball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And everybody knows that cowboy boots are the most, like, are the best footwear you could wear in any kind of sport, but hey, especially volleyball. Man, you want to keep that sand out your toes. <laughs> Make right. sure you, the opening does not open until it gets mid-calf. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Man, what a look, mm-hmm. too. It really is, yeah. It seems it's uh, a cumbersome, if anything. But I wonder yeah. if that's going to be the new Top Gun movie, you think? Oh, they I have to they revisit that, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I would hope so. Because, um, like... I mean, I'm not a fan of Scientology, but Tom Cruise hasn't really aged, and he does still mm-hmm. look, you know, like he could pull that off, that, you know, that shirtless Wrangler look. What if there's a scene in the movie where it's like, it's, it's like trying to bait you in mm-hmm. that it's going to be just a simple sequel to the first Top Gun movie, then you get to it halfway through, turns out like they finished the expectant plot, mm-hmm. turns out airplanes have become alive <gasps> in this universe. What? And not even like Transformers. They're just like sentient airplanes, but they can move around like their wings or their arms. You know, the <laughs> nose of the plane is its head. And they're playing. So they can emote. Yeah, exactly. That's good, yeah. <laughs> they, can, uh, they can play shirtless volleyball as well. And, oh, so they can play against the planes. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's a good look. And that's the, the real conflict is the planes versus the humans who have made them, you know? In my head, because there like there would be a volleyball scene between them, it's not so like sci-fi, like, oh the planes are taking over like Terminator. It's like, no, we accept that in the middle of this movie the planes are sentient and mm-hmm. we're friends, but like yeah. sort of frenemies, right? Like the yeah. planes are the Val Kilmer, the Iceman in this situation in the sequel. Mm-hmm. And like they're competitive, but like at the end, they're going to high five and like, yeah, you know, it's got to be all cool. And also at the end, the planes ride on Tom Cruise. <gasps> mm-hmm. What? And, yep. And it goes right before the credits. It's like Scientology. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? Did I just get suckered in? Am I part of the religion now? <laughs> yeah. are, are there sentient planes in Scientology? And like, that's what you have to figure out. That's why you have to pay for uh, those audits. 
the lights in the theater kick on. <laughs> Turns out you've been on a <laughs> a talk show sofa the whole time. Oh my god! So uh, somebody from Scientology walks in with a microphone, instructs you to start jumping on the couch. Oh man! Mm-hmm. Is that a, like a deep cut reference now? I don't for know, people? man. It's still fresh in my brain. I, I brought up Hamilton to a young person like I don't know maybe six months ago, mm-hmm. and they were like, "What? Hamilton's like fresh." I know. In so many levels. Yeah. So fresh, so clean. Yeah. And I was like, you've never heard. This was just a simple six years ago. Yeah. It, it was a, a massive thing. But like, and it's still I feel a like, big thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, like culturally, like it's on Disney Plus. It, mm-hmm. it came out, I think, like 2020 on Disney Plus. Right. And it uh, everywhere. Mm-hmm. You know, you think. I brought it, up, brought it up to a couple of young people and they were like, but I don't know what that is. Is that on TikTok? Were they like, trolling you, you think? No, they were actually stupid. Um, oh, okay. that's, it's a continuing problem sweet, that I've sweet. got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I fun. mean, I don't know. I, I feel like I, I do feel as we get older, I, I don't know that all my references are still relevant, but I mm-hmm. also care less if they are. And I feel like the 90s were kind of the peak mm-hmm. uh, in our lifetime of pop culture, say, of a yeah. lot of things, but pop culture for sure. And um, so everybody else is like missing out. And if they don't get it, then that's like their problem. Yeah, you know? exactly. So here, if you were born later and you're like, you don't revere the 90s and like, I don't even know how to talk to you. Yeah, what's even the point? Basically. Honestly, at this day and age, it doesn't even matter. Yeah, I mean, like mm-hmm. we're all going to die soon anyway. So like, mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Very soon. Yeah, well, I'm looking around. Spoilers. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> My allergies and everybody in my household's allergies have been horrific this week. And I saw oh. right before we recorded this, I saw a headline on uh, Reddit that was like, oh, with global warming, uh, with climate change and stuff, uh, mm-hmm. allergy seasons will get worse and longer. And we're already seeing those effects. And I was like, yep, just turn off the lights. <laughs> Fuck it all. <laughs> Everywhere. We're being attacked by it on every front. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Including Hamilton uh, and kids not knowing that. So. If they're mm-hmm. trying to beat us down, I'm just saying we just beat them down with our, you know, old references. I'm doing my best, you know. Yeah, I know you are. Mm-hmm. I'm old trying to drop some dad jokes. Oh, well, Lord knows. <laughs> I'm doing my part. <laughs> I'm doing my part for sure. <laughs> but um, yeah, it is. It is kind of weird to be at this stage of my life where I'm like hearing music on classic rock stations that I grew oh. up with, like. I'll hear Metallica's Inner Sandman on the classic rock station. Uh-huh. I roll a tear, of course. And then uh, also, like, whenever you look at YouTube, you'll see young people react to music, mm, that like music the videos time. that we grew up with. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. young person reacts to Linkin Park. I'm like, well, not, <laughs> not that intense, but okay, I guess you listen to a song. Yeah, right. That's how it feels, right? Why are there CGI whales? It's just, (laughs) don't even worry about it. Just honestly, just, I give up. I should just delete this app. It it is weird, though. I do think um, in the pop culture context, as I like to mention, Mm -hmm. it is weird for me to think sometimes that, like, when we grew up in the 90s, that the 60s were, like, 30 years before that, and now we're Mm -hmm. in that same realm, thinking back to the 90s. But I'm like, the 60s were so much different, and, like, technologically like unadvanced compared to the nineties. Like it feels like things are different looking back. Like time is, doesn't feel like it's been that long to me. So when I think about like a, like scream 1996, I'm like, mm-hmm. that wasn't that long ago. Or like that is still pop culturally relevant. And I'm like, but yep. is it? I don't, I don't know. It is now that there's a new sequel, but 
Uh, I don't know if kids would have cared, you know, like, but to me, it's still really fresh in my mind. That yeah. Those things were really relevant and recent. And sometimes I have to sit back and be like, well, wait a second. That actually was a long fucking time ago. Uh, that's a, a good point, especially as it pertains to Scream. And I wonder if that's why the movie studio decided to name the movie Scream, Scream yep. instead of like Five Cream like it should have been. Yeah. Legally, it should have been. <laughs> Lawsuit pending. <laughs> There's lots of pending lawsuits about it. Yeah. But like... <laughs> Yeah, we, we can talk about it on the, the yeah. next episode because there's, you know, some some callbacks to other stuff. But it is it is uh, a little bit strange, but it's something that's been going on for a while. Kind of like the Evil Dead mm-hmm. dropped the V out of the oh, title yeah. for that mm-hmm. movie that came out in like 2009 or whatever. Yeah. They just represented wow. it. And there. that feels like it was mm-hmm. just two years ago to me. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. a while ago. It was. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it happens like that sometimes. And the classic rock thing I thought was going to happen to me, too. But what really happened to me, I thought, like, um, you know, growing up in the 90s and classic rock was like the 60s and 70s stuff. Right. I thought, Mm -hmm. like, oh, well, eventually our music will be on the classic rock stations. And how weird. What will the 60s and 70s be? Like, the Mm -hmm. old-timey station. Like, do they get shifted down to, like, you know, relegated to, like, even, like, worse stations or whatever? Mm -hmm. But what really happened to me is I just stopped listening to the radio so I get to live in this land where the nineties never ended, baby. You know, Keep yeah. You're telling my wife, yeah, yeah. That's she literally only listens to nineties boy band music, <laughs> yeah. and she gets wildly perplexed by any modern stuff. It's crazy. It's crazy to see in in real life, right? You know, um, but I feel that way too. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. Well, uh, what do you say we sync with Wrangler Volleyball? Absolutely. There's no no going back from that. That was the best yeah. one for sure. How, yeah, honestly, we should just wrap up the show here. Yeah, the show is I, only outtakes. Well, I mean, listen. We briefly mentioned Scream. <laughs> yeah. Not even the it correct counts. movie. It counts. <laughs> <laughs> we got to episode 240. We mentioned this. The, mm-hmm. the, the Dennis' favorite episodes, the 230s, were, uh, are gone, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. uh, it's all downhill from here. And I feel like mm-hmm. if we peak right at the beginning here, that's all we can say. You know, No peaking. <clears throat> Well, mm-hmm. sometimes I like to get cheeky, though. Yeah, cheeky peaky, you know? Hey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what I want to see in the new Top Gun remake. Yeah, <laughs> but airplanes. That's what I want airplanes. to see cheeky peaky of, guys. Mm-hmm. Settle down. Yeah. I mean, airplanes are pretty big, so as they're yeah. standing there, they can, like, see the, the cracks of the the humans and be like, mm-hmm. wait, cheeky peaky. Say, say crack again. Crack. Oh, yeah. Crack. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't say it too sexy, though. You get me going. Hey, girl. Oh. You want to smoke some crack? (laughs) (laughs) Took a turn. A little different. Yeah. But I'm kind of into it. I mean, you know. A little bit. Hey, if it works, it works, you know. Hey, baby. All right. What's our sync word? Uh, Regular volleyball. volleyball. Yes, yes, yes. Well, we kind of just synced with it on accident. (sighs) But it doesn't count without the countdown. We have to unsync. Yep. Take it back. Yep. Thank you. I feel better. <laughs> Can you do that? Kids are always in forward motion. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, could you even, could you make your mouth or your butt make that noise backwards? <laughs> <laughs> it sounded way dirtier that way. Yeah. Messier. That hurt my bottom lip. <laughs> I'll have some surgery on that. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, Wrangler Volleyball to sink on mm-hmm. three. One, two, three. Wrangler Volleyball. Nice crack, bitch. <laughs> Freddy? Oh, you know what? 
I was recommended and watched the first two episodes of Rick and Morty, which you've mentioned to me for a long <laughs> wow, time. Okay. Wild. And one of them is the the Freddy Krueger, where he mentions, he says, bitch, at the end of every time <laughs> really? or whatever. And I was like, is this what Brent is doing constantly? I thought I thought that you were just pulling that from, from Freddy. But there is like a, there's a big Freddy like bitch moment in there. And it made me feel like I understood something in pop culture. Uh, I forgot about that. Like, mm-hmm. I watched the first two seasons of Rick and Morty. Oh, okay. I liked that. I just never kept up with it. Oh, okay. But, I thought you uh, really so liked I, it for some reason. Yeah. Like, you yeah. really liked it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've got a full back tattoo. Um, okay, and I've got it tattooed on the inside of my eyelids. <laughs> but but I, I feel like it's totally unrelated. <laughs> there's no carry But only there. the first two seasons. Only the first two seasons. I'm one really and two. dedicated. I've only got two eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. That's all, I mean, I can, that's all I can handle, guys. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I feel like it's in pop culture. Like, I listen general, to Doughboys, yeah. and, and one of the hosts on there, whenever he does a Freddy impression, he oh, yeah. ends whatever sentence with bitch. Oh, fantastic. You know? But it's just like a, it's a fun thing to say, you know? I think Freddy probably did say bitch a lot. But mm-hmm. yeah, they. I was just like, I felt like, oh, I, fe- I feel like I'm part of the community now. Mm-hmm. It felt good to be called bitch. Yeah. Basically. Um, that's like when, well, I mean, he has claws as well. So like when he slashes at a victim, they're like, oh, why did you scratch me? And he's like, I thought you had an itch, bitch. <laughs> I was really trying to be, I was trying to help. Okay. I just, yeah. it's, my nails are really long. It's hard. I'm trying to get better about it. I didn't see any calamine lotion. I'm sorry. Are we going to finish this camping trip or what? Oh. There goes Jason back in the lake. Fine. Yeah. It's yeah. ruined. He took the hot dogs with him. God damn it. Do you know how hard it is to get him out? L P A S.